well drinks are free until 9.30. So that sounds good. My dumb ass was buying shots. And on top of this... Even though there was free drinks? Even though there was free drinks, it shows you how <laughs> stupid I am. <laughs> I, oh, wait. Shit. That's good. I wish I could, like... Are you, do you drink coffee? I, I try to do one a day. Okay. I wish, dude. Coffee, like, destroys my stomach. Really? Yeah. Like, destroys it. I, I got to eat something before. Like, I have to plan it out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat some almonds. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to drink the coffee. I can't do coffee, then almonds. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, or else I'd be like, oh, my stomach. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I had, like, a really important exam, like, my freshman year. And my roommate really is, like, a caffeine addict. And he got me coffee. And I literally had to, like, not study anymore because I was having, like, the worst stomach pain of my life. And I was like, after oh, that day, gosh. I was like, I'll never drink coffee again. Oh, yeah. Like, I can only do, like, the frappuccinos. Cause, but that's not even, like, real right. coffee. I don't you ever do tea or anything like that? Tea? Yeah, yeah. I like tea. Tea is, like, uh the hipster like coffee was hipster for a while and now tea is the hipster thing yeah you know no tea is really good i like tea yeah green tea i used to drink as a little kid those and they so much added sugar but Mm -hmm. uh lipton is it lipton and they would have a little green tea bottle and i would drink that yeah like oh i'm being healthy but it's like 60 grams added sugar really yeah crazy bro um dude the new album by the time this airs it'll be november 19th so the album will be coming out at midnight yeah on thursday yeah so yeah the 19th yeah yeah so it'll be, yeah thursday at midnight thursday at midnight yeah. okay so this will be coming out shortly after like a couple you know this will probably be coming out like 2 or 3 p.m on friday yeah so the album will already be out yes perfect so hey if you're listening right now i guess like stay here and listen to the podcast but as soon as you're done like listen to the music for yeah, sure please, please please so uh it's called emotions right yeah Dude. volume volume one yeah i appreciate you sending me all the snippets and the finished audio and stuff like yeah it's nice to hear that do you uh you get a lot of reactions and a lot of like uh input on the newest album uh i honestly send it to like a few of my closest friends um not everyone just because like i feel like you know too many like, opinions too, too many not even that. i just didn't want i just wanted to keep it a surprise for right. like, a lot of people but um yeah i sent it to a few people and i was just like tell me what you really think the songs that you like and you don't like or whatever and it was funny because, like, you see everyone's different, like, opinions in music. Yeah. Because there were some songs where people were like, oh, like, I like it, but I could, you know, I probably, just being honest, I might not listen to it. It might be a mm. skip for me. And then that song that someone, one person said was a skip, another person was like, this is my favorite song. Oh, really? So, yeah. So Yeah. I know RJ, uh, so RJ Rogers, I know he's, like, a really tough critic because he's always been super real with me with my stuff. Yeah. And we have a friend, uh, Angel, and he was making music back in the day. He's actually making music again, but he's making, like, uh, like rock and roll type music, which is really interesting to see like new rock and roll come out. But yeah. uh, RJ used to be so tough on Angel. Like Angel would like post like one of his beats he produced or uh, a song he made. And RJ would be like, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you, that shit was ass. Like just straight up, like in the yeah. chat. And like we were all like good friends, so he wasn't like trying to be mean. No, yeah, but yeah. I saw him like repost your taste. By the way, taste is a good one, dude. Thank you. Yeah, it's I honestly, I, I feel like I should have released that one like second. Cause I kind of, I had it like done, but I wanted to release dance with me. I like dance with me too, but mm-hmm. I kind of regret not releasing taste sooner, but it's at, like at the end of the day, it still was a single. So I don't really care For that sure. much about yeah. it. You got like a thousand uh, plays in the yeah, first day. Spotify on one day. Yeah. Nice so dude. That was really good. That must feel good. I, 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 it did feel good. I was, um, actually out with my friends because I think we were just going out to go out the other night to the bar mm-hmm. and I was like looking at the Spotify. Uh, it's like, um, spotify for artists app right okay and it basically tells you like the live feed of how many streams you're getting right now how many people are listening 
And I noticed, I was like, dang. Like, I told my roommate, I was like, I think we might make a thousand, like, in one day. And he was like, oh, well, if we make a thousand, we're going to buy shots. And, stuff. <laughs> and like, I, I, was just, I was just happy. I was yeah. having a good day because I realized when the album comes out, I'm going to be in the library studying. I won't be able to enjoy mm. it until, yeah. like, Friday night. So I was like, oh, let me just celebrate finishing it and having a good time, like, tonight. That was, like, Saturday. So I kind of celebrated the album in a way, cool. like, Saturday. But I think you, uh, yeah, you you were like, uh, you texted me, you're like, I am drunk. Because we were texting back and forth yeah. about today, I think. And you're like, I'm drunk. And I was like, yeah, super happy for you. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, 1,000 plays. And then I remember I was, like, falling asleep on the phone with my girl. Like, I put FaceTime on, you know, you slump out. Uh-huh. And I felt the vibrations, but I didn't look. And then I wake up, and it was your phone call. I was like, oh, I missed the phone call with uh, drunk TJ. Honestly, it probably would have been a bunch of, like, me freaking out. Hey, but I, was, I was super happy, though. I was super happy. I, honestly, I think I was just... I don't even know if I was happy about, oh, I was happy about the thousand streams, mm-hmm. but I think it was more just like, it was fi- like everything was fi- finally just like done. Coming together. Yeah. yeah. And done. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, sometimes, uh, and I'm sure you know this feeling. I saw a super like relatable TikTok, but when you get drunk and you're like just scrolling through like your contacts, you're scrolling through Instagram, you're just like smiling and you're like leaving comments like, dude, I love this picture. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. just like super positive. Yeah. So that's why I like celebrating always mixes well with like uh social drinking so yeah. like say you you finally uh succeed and do do something amazing or something you've been working on for a while wine shots like it's just something feels so good about it but if you yeah. have nothing to celebrate getting drunk is kind of like a drag yeah it's like oh yeah. why am i drunk i got stuff to do yeah so yeah that's the thing like i kind of stopped like i don't i'm not like super crazy but i was kind of like i don't know the last like month or so I was trying to, like, not go out as much just because, mm. like, I would go out and then, you know, like, eventually when you get a certain level of, like, drunk, it's fun. But yeah. then, like, the next morning I'd wake up and be, like, like I'd be, like, I'd lose my day because, like, I would, not even mm. because I would be hungover. I would just wake up super late. Yeah. And then I was, like, I'm not being productive. So then right. I was, like, you know, I'm not going to drink or do anything until it's time to celebrate the album. Mm-hmm. And then after the album's out, I'm not going to drink again because I have other things I need to, like, do again, you know? Right. But, yeah, I've, it did feel really good to, like, finally just like celebrate it yeah. and be happy but as bad as it sounds i'm like oh i don't want to say i'm over the album but like i want to start the next like the next project the next project yeah hey that that's that's a good thing bro yeah uh what do you drink uh do you prefer like uh liquor or beer when you like are out and drinking liquor i, I really right. do not like beer really i so i i don't prefer beer but i usually get beer when i'm out mm-hmm. um and when i drink too much beer like because it it takes a lot of liquid to get drunk off of like light beer and i drink light beer like low calorie yeah i'll wake up the next day and my like i just feel like waterlogged bro like yeah i feel like not bloated but like i just feel like squishy yeah i'm like oh this sucks and i'll go to the gym and i just feel squishy i don't feel like strong or like toned so yeah drink to your accomplishments like drake bro yeah, but I guess Drake drinks every night because he drinks to his accomplishments. But exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we hope to be on that level one day. Yeah, yeah. But That's the perfect. I sometimes when I'm looking for an Instagram caption, I'll just go on like uh, Drake's like albums, and I'll try to find like a low played song, and I'll go through like the verse that nobody knows about type uh-huh. stuff. Or uh, how do you pronounce Brent's last name? Brent Fayez. F- F- I say Fayez. Fayez. Brent Fayez. Maybe. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Dude, I love his music, bro. Yeah, honestly, I, I kind of just hopped on the wave in the last few months, but same. Yeah, yeah. I'm really not like a diehard from the beginning type of guy, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's 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 really good though. Oh yeah, he's yeah. really really good. Are you uh, 
you make you make some songs like Brent a little bit. Trying to. I mean, honestly, I think more like so like to go into something a little bit, but I probably shouldn't speak about it that much. Mm-hmm. The next project is like <laughs> is like eighty percent, eighty five percent written already. Wow. So like, I would say that album is gonna be way more like Fiaz, Tolliver, like weekend it's not like i'll just say this it's more like brent fire is like slower it's a lot okay. slower paced probably a little bit more r&b like feeling feeling if that makes sense yeah and the beats are a lot like darker like on the next album there is no like trippy summer because you know that oh the that. trippy yeah. yeah there's no trippy summer there's no like party on me trippy that song reminded me of kind of like a mac miller park ave type vibe like mm-hmm. real loosey-goosey like bar hopping you know yeah. just having a good time yeah that's what that's what that reminded me of yeah. trippy summer was it like yeah trippy summer so summer. the one thing i was actually saying these are like the little things that i thought about and maybe when someone listens to the album they won't notice but basically the progression of the songs in the album is like going from like uh didn't miss and tipsy and are like the first two songs on the album and those are kind of like representing like almost like being like single basically right mm-hmm. like going out like you can talk and like talking your shit like being single and then the album kind of phases into like meeting someone and kind of that's like taste dance with me party on me like meeting mm-hmm. a girl or whatever kind of like a fun little fling or whatever and then you have actual like love songs like give love a chance die for you um is you and then the last few songs in the album are like heartbreak so you're going from like being single to falling in love to heartbreak and then the second album is going to pick up right at heartbreak and progress opposite way that was that's my plan yeah that's genius bro that's like uh that's like the timeline of young adulthood yeah that whole album emotions that's crazy bro you've hit a lot of thought in that yeah so that's like that's where it's going so that's why i say like the and like the heartbreak songs on this album that comes out Friday are the last few songs in the album. Um, but like I said, picking up on the next album, majority or like half of that album is just going to be sad, sadder songs or slower paced songs. Right. Those are going to be bops, but they're mm-hmm. going to be like a lot different tone. Yeah. Like, like you're more so like alone in your car, like heading to the gym or coming back from the gym. Like yeah. Five into the next album. Yeah. Like I have one song, um, on the next album that's written and i'll, I'll just give a little I'll get, it's called starlight but basically mm-hmm. that is like it's really weekend inspired and that song is about like kind of just finally getting out of like the heartbreak like like realizing like you broke my heart but like i realize like i realize i'm a star like i, I i'm like more than that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i gotta get out of this like you broke me and I was dust, but like now I'm like re-getting my, like putting my life back together and I'm like, I'm up here now. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that your writing process entails like your actual like feelings and your actual like walk through life. Cause a lot of artists kind of just write mm-hmm. whatever that sounds good or write that they write things that they know are relatable, but for you, it, it sounds like you're like actually writing like, uh, what you've gone through and um things that have been happening to you yeah. yeah yeah because i mean at the end of the day like i could sit here and be like and one of my lyrics would be like oh i'm driving in a lamborghini Ooh, but yeah. i mean everyone knows i'm not driving in a lamborghini it's just, it's just being honest so like i don't right. want to be like someone that says something and then you listen to the lyric and you're like 
he's not doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I don't want to like, I, I don't want to put myself on the spot like that. Genius, bro. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg is dropping an album on the same night yours drops. See, November 19th. Everyone's just, I actually was going to drop on the 12th, but Bruno Mars and uh, Taylor Swift, I already knew that was happening. Oh yeah. So I was like, you know, if it was TJ or Bruno Mars, I'd probably listen to Bruno Mars too. <laughs> but I mean, I'm scared of Snoop as well. So Dude, yeah, Snoop, bro. <laughs> I listened to a, so Snoop Dogg was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And when Joe Rogan drops like really good podcasts with like great guests like that, I always give it a listen. So I had to listen to the Snoop Dogg episode. Yeah. And um, Snoop Dogg had this mic that like changes his voice. So he pulls it out of nowhere, like mid episode, and he's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my God. And it was so funny. And Joe Rogan was like dying for like two Snoop minutes. Snoop Dogg is a funny guy. Like, I, if I could ever meet him or have a relationship with him, I feel like he'd be like a very cool yeah. uncle. Yeah. I can't believe he's in like, he's like Shaq, where he's in almost like every commercial. Yes. Right? Yeah. He's in a, he acts in movies. You know, Shaq is a DJ now? Yeah. He, he like DJs in Vegas and everything too. It's really. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, at that point, he's doing like side quests in his life. Mm-hmm. He's he's accomplished career wise everything. Yeah, and I love I love the reason he's DJing because he said he went to a music festival. I don't know, I can't remember the story of how he ended up there. Um, and he got there and he noticed how like uh, it was all positive. Like everybody was just in love with being there. Like super happy. You know, uh, you know, you've been to probably a couple like EDM music festivals and whatnot, maybe. You haven't? No. Well, it's like all I positive can't. energy. I'm not a big fan because I don't like to be in big crowds and just sweat all night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Shaq was like, I've gone to a bunch of rap concerts and it's been like negative and fighting and like, yeah, I see that. you know, there, I'm sure there's been amazing concerts, but yeah. Um, Shaq's like from that day on, he's like, I wanted to learn how to DJ. It's like, I started trying to DJ. Yeah. Like it just seemed like everybody was happy. That's good, good music. No, that's a really good reason. Yeah. It's a great reason. Yeah. I honestly... It's funny you asked me about the EDM thing because my, like, I, it's not that, like, I don't like crowds. I really just don't like, I don't want to say I don't like EDM music, but I don't think I would enjoy myself. It's just not my type of, like, right. you know? And a lot of the people that go are, like, under the influence of something. Yeah, so exactly. they have that, you know, that start light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, I was just, like, like, EDC was just, like, I just don't think I would ever, like, me personally. I can see how someone could. But like I know myself, I don't think I would enjoy EDC. Yeah, yeah. I drove past EDC, uh, going to the pop up shop, and what sucks is everybody who went to the pop up shop. By the way, uh, huge success was so much fun. I'm glad, but where there was EDC uh, traffic, oh, because you know fr- it was happening on Friday. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of traffic heading there, so a lot of people were stuck in traffic. No, uh, I can heading out. Yeah. So I'm like. What if uh, let's invite everybody from EDC just to come to the venue right now? Like, hey, pull up to the venue instead. Yeah. Could you imagine? Uh, that'd be crazy. I mean, I, I can only imagine how crowded it was because like USF campus was like empty. Like all my friends. Oh, wow. Everyone was like in Orlando for the weekend. Yeah. So I was like, dang. Yeah. And then you'd log into after like an event like that, you log into Instagram and the first like 20 posts, all and 20 EDC. stories are uh yeah purple hair yeah i know purple hair like neon like colors yeah that's the one thing is i would just want to like get the the edc fit Mm -hmm. take a picture and then peace out and dip honestly if you want to do that one year (laughs) i'll do that with you because i don't i don't know i feel like i would i i feel like i would honestly i think the crowd would bother me too to be honest yeah like if I wasn't under the influence of something which like i feel like 99 percent of like the people that go there are yeah I don't think because I, I know I wouldn't. So I would like unless I was like drunk. Yeah. Like I 
I don't even, I think like I would sober up just not enjoying mm-hmm. myself. I would enjoy myself if I knew maybe somebody who was performing yeah. or if I, you know, I had some sort of access to like backstage and got to meet the actual like DJs because for me, I do like EDM mm-hmm. and like house and a bunch of different things, but, uh, it would be a pleasure to like meet them and be up and close, but being a part of the crowd and being like far away and sweaty and bouncing from one another wouldn't be fun. Yeah. Um, I went to a festival life in color, which was 16 plus. So it's not, you know, it's looked down upon, but I was like 17 at the time. So it was the only festival I could go to. Yeah. Um, cause I worked with a lot of people who really enjoyed going to places like that. I went there and I'm like 10 or 15 feet in and this girl like walks up to me and grabs both my arms and like, I'm already like, what the hell? Like, yeah, I don't like being touched if I don't know you, you know, like yeah. I don't care if you're a girl or not. And I'm like stunned and I'm, I'm, I'm a young kid. I'm a 17 year old kid. Yeah. And she's like, kiss me right now. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm good. And you could tell her like pupils, your, her pupils were enlarged. So she was like, you know, on drugs. And I'm like, Oh, uh, just set, it set the tone. I like was 10 or 15 feet in it. Set yeah. the tone for the rest of the night. I was like, Oh, this is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. But then I met, uh, you know, I was with my group of friends and then we met some, you know, more fun people and it was a good time. Yeah. But God, they were life in color. They spray like, uh, this like watercolor paint at you. And, um, there was a point where I thought I was drowning standing up because it kept going. Like it was like gallons of water and they had all these big guns. I was like, I can't even breathe. I was like covering my face and like putting my shirt over. I was like, Oh my gosh. I know. I mean, concerts like that right now. Especially after the Travis Scott thing, it's like oh yeah, that's sad. I feel mm-hmm. like I touched on uh, the whole Astro World thing in my last podcast with uh, my friend Vangel. It, it sucks that it happened, but I think the venue just needed that was just too many people to be in one spot, dude. It really is. It's that simple. It really is. Like yeah. it, you can't like I saw there was like some video on Twitter and like there were, like these all like it showed like the side of like I guess the event. And, like, kids were literally, like, stacked on top of each other. Wow. And I was just, like, I'm, like, you can't, like. Crowd suffocation is a real thing. And there's been studies on it. And it's happened before. Um, the venue, you know, I'm not I'm not the person to point fingers. I just don't do that. I know a lot of people like to blame somebody right away or, like, blame, you know, whoever they can. Yeah. But there's a lot of crimes that just truly don't have a, uh, you know, the person who did it, like. Yeah, we're so quick, but the venue should have had better security, more security, maybe less people, more fences. I I don't know. Something should have happened, but yeah, sucks that it happened. It's just too many people in one place. Yeah. The first TJE concert is probably going to have that many people, though. Let's do it. Oh, no. (laughs) I would. My first concert. Oh, my gosh. I I was thinking about that like the other day. I was like, I was like, when this actually happened, I wonder what's going to what it's going to be like. I think you're going to be nervous and be a little anxious before like any human being would be. Yeah. But I think as soon as you get up there, I think you'll really fall into your personality. Yeah. So this sounds actually really weird, but like not weird. My first concert ever, I want it to be like the most spectacular thing. Like I want to, yeah. I want to take like a, one thing I actually really want to do. Um, I'm probably going to try to start it over winter break. I want to take a dance class because I want to know how to dance. I want to be able to have choreography. That's one thing that yes. actually is really important to me because um, do you know Silk Sonic? Like the Bruno Mars, like an yeah, yeah, track. the yeah, yeah. So like they, like okay, that's a completely different type of music. But if you watch their live performances, they are like, um, like there's no one touching them as far super as like talented they're super like they're just like it's like a it's like a show, like it's a mm-hmm. show, like you know what I mean? Like 
they're acting while they're singing like they're they're playing the part of their lyrics and like i think that's so cool and that's how i how i want to be like i I don't want to just sit on stage and like there's nothing wrong with like walking around or whatever but like i want it to be like a like a a whole put together like show yeah you know and your music fits that standard because a lot of people a lot of a-list people who make uh, similar pop music to kind of what you're doing they all like justin bieber like yeah, great does. choreography yeah um who else, who you know beyonce and stuff like they've always been amazing dancers they always yeah. have the spectacular you know background dancers and stuff so yeah. i totally get that because like i mean if i made like i understand like rappers because like they kind of just like but they're like hype all the time you know what i mean like right. drake or trav like they're they're like their choreography is i'm like bouncing around like a, like yeah. a beam of energy but like that works for that genre but like I don't really make like I don't make rap music, so like I feel like my thing would have to be like dance, like dancing, like having some like some type of choreography. So that's something I really really want to do. And then um, what else have I been thinking of doing? I never played an instrument ever. Get into it, dude. So I want to start piano or guitar. Piano. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably open a lot of levels for your music too, because as yeah. soon as you learn chords and whatnot, and you know, y- you'll probably ex grow exponentially yeah and i regret not doing it because my parents would my parents would like ask me and like you know how like when parents ask like they're trying to like push you towards yeah. it my mom would be like you should play piano and i was like nah i'm gonna play pokemon instead right and she was like okay oh, you'll regret this one day yeah now i'm like dang i should have just put the ds down for like 30 minutes yeah. a week and gone but mm-hmm. at the pop-up shop there was uh, a guy named valdine who performed he had an amazing set um but I had him on the podcast at the live event and um, he was saying that he was actually in band in high school. He played percussion and he, he knows how to read music and, you know, yeah. he, he can do all that. And I feel like that's probably helped him a lot. Yeah. Like being within music his entire life. Yeah. No, that's, sure. that's definitely like that's something that I'm trying to like catch up, I guess, now mm-hmm. because I, I feel like the first like like I said, like this is my first attempt at music, like this whole thing. Right. So, like, going in, like, the first, like, the first album, like, I feel like I could say for myself, like, I'm proud of it, but, like, I want to, like, I think I said this on the first podcast, like, I want to get back, like, look back on it and be like, oh, you could definitely, like, for me at least, tell that was my first album, because I I got better over time, so I think, like, I want to really hone in on, like, those skills as far as, like, learning how to be a performer, and learning like how to read music and how to like play instruments because I feel like you're just gonna like I wanna just be like super, super, super put together with it. Yeah. Like, you know, like but and like I feel like I'm already becoming more and more put together because I already know like how I was at the start of like recording like part like how I said party me my is like the first single, right? Like and um Dead Inside was the very last song I did. And like, even though they're completely two completely different like like songs, mm-hmm. just like the way that I would I went in the studio and executed both of them are like two completely different people. Like party on me, I think I yeah. said like I was horrified, I was scared, I didn't know what I was doing, and then like dead inside was like I went in and I knocked it out, and I was like I need to do this 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 and this. Let's redo this. Like arrange this here. Like add reverb here, and like I I, w- I wasn't like I didn't know I wasn't thinking like that, but like I'm proud like enough to see like my own evolution yeah i guess that's exactly how i feel with this podcast because there's been you know i've had my evolution with this and i've gotten more comfortable having deep conversations and like yeah. the flow of conversations and i've like really uh, came into tune with who i am throughout this process like yeah. 
This is episode 39 or 38, either 38 or 39. Uh-huh. And God, like 39, almost two hour episodes. Like it's a lot of talking, dude. Yeah. Like I've been sitting here talking for, you know, almost 60 straight hours. If I just sat here and played a compilation. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my evolution has been insane. I look back on like the first couple episodes and I sound nervous and my voice is a little shaky and I'm a little too careful with not with like holding my own personality back. And now yeah. I'm like throwing myself out there. No, that's good. That's how it should be. Yeah. You know? Which I'm a little nervous because right now my my YouTube has been having good growth with uh, view and duration and click through rate and stuff. And I'm like, gosh, am I going to get like when my YouTube does get bigger with the podcast. I don't want to limit myself because I'm afraid of like comments or negative thoughts or, or things like that. But I think I'll do a great job because I've never given a fuck what other people, I, I care what people think, but not enough to where it hurts me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I'll, I'll observe and take that in and be like, okay, I might change something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, you know, no, I definitely, feel yeah. you just have to be like, it's, I feel like the more you work at something, the more authentic you could be. So like, like how you said, you feel more comfortable. You can put yourself out there. I feel like that's where I'm also heading. Like, cool. like I said, like, I think I tried to like, watch, like I try to watch what I said on the first album a little bit as far as like not cussing a lot. Like, mm. and I, I will never be like, so like you'll, I'll never have an album and have like all the songs like have cuss words. Like, I just don't think it'll work out that way. But like, I can already say like for the next, al- I'm talking a lot about the next album, but like, I'm just excited about it. I think already I know that has like a, a lot more like actual like I, I cuss a little bit more on it and it's a little bit more like deeper vulgar is in the right word but like yeah like I'm talking about real life like situations you're just amped up a little bit you took you turned it up a couple notches yeah yeah, yeah. so it's yeah a new it's, album, like, it's like it's a lot more like it's a lot deeper I think that's just a yeah no I get that yeah I listening to the album when you sent it to me early I was like Damn, he's like saying some like boss, boss Instagram captions, bro. Like, yeah. let me write these down. Yeah, see, I want to be like the new, the new Drake, where when Drake drops an album, you know, everyone's yeah. like, write that down, write that down. And then they use it for like the next three months. For sure. Real quick, I, and I have a whole separate like bullet point on my little glance over talking points right here. Uh-huh. I want to show you uh, this girl's music, uh, Claire. She was at the pop up shop. Uh-huh. And. This is another artist. I don't know how to say their name. Is it J- Janae Aoki? The one that... Janae Aiko? Yeah, yeah. Aiko. Aiko. Yeah. yeah. It, it gives me those vibes. I just... I'm going to look this up real quick because I felt like I had to show you this. Man, man. Super, super vibey. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, bro, but I appreciate you coming on again. And it's funny how it works out, how Friday... Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's popping off. You're, you're smart, by the way. I see you using TikTok and to elevate your uh music yes because you're actually like posting like really funny tiktoks no yeah so my friend uh uh Bo, who uh is staying with me right now in tampa is like this man is like super successful he's tiktok famous he has like three million on tiktok suburban prince yeah i saw you made a little clip with him and i followed him like this guy's alert he, he reminds me of drewski a little bit yeah yeah so Bo, yeah he's he's with, been with us for like two and a half weeks now and he was the one like he like he honestly had a really honest conversation with me and he was like, listen, you think you're doing a lot, but you could do way more. And he was like, you need to wake up every morning and like really be on your stuff. Cause he was like, I'm telling you right now, like, even though you think you're doing a lot, there's someone out there that's like, like that hasn't like half of what you have. 
and like they have to do this for their life. Like you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like he was the one who was telling me he was like TikTok, like he was like four times a day for you. Like you have to post, post, post like as much as you possibly can. And then I was like, you know what, you're right. So that's why I've been like the last four days. I'm like kind of bang these out. Like yeah, think of something. That's you know? really good insight. That's yeah. really good insight. I agree with everything he's saying. That's I've, I've been trying to uh, instill that in what I do. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm doing enough, but really I'm pretty stagnant, and I gotta start doing like the above the ordinary. Like yeah, posting like, those four funny TikToks a day. Yeah, like, it's gonna take a couple hours, but you know you could be working at McDonald's for a couple hours. It's your choice. Yeah, and he told me he's like he was like, listen, like you're gonna get like a few hundred like the first time, but he's like, you'll build up. Like the more mm. you post, you'll get more views, more likes, more followers, more comments. Like yeah, you just have to keep doing it. Like. That's it. Yeah, the R.J. Barrett clip that yeah. came from the podcast. Yeah, it, it blew up. You know, Duke basketball commented all that. I was crazy. like, "Hey, Duke!" But uh, I gained like three hundred followers from that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and now my clips, instead of averaging like thirty to forty to fifty, and some sometimes a little breakthrough clip, uh-huh. now it's averaging like maybe sixty if it's a solid clip, seventy. Yeah. So it's like that slow growth, and those breakthrough clips are now getting a little bit higher. Yeah. But that R.J. Barrett clip was. I didn't expect it to blow. I was like, oh, this is relatable. It had a second wind when uh, the season started uh-huh. um, and RJ Barrett like had a crazy good game. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting all these notifications on TikTok again. I'm like, oh, I've gotten like 3,000 more likes on the RJ Barrett clip. I'm like, oh, there's the second wind. Yeah. RJ, keep having good games. Like, exactly. Yeah. No, but that was probably a great insight because yeah, people wonder who these NBA players were in school, you know? Yeah. They don't know that. They only know them from draft to yeah, grow in right. adulthood yeah so that insight is yeah yeah that's yeah, they, they would know how cool he is but he's a super cool guy you yeah know? this song is uh called desire by claire okay. it let's see let me get the mic down here for it she's a really good performer I like this. It does sound like Jenny Aiko. What's, your, what's the name? Claire? Claire. Claire, Claire if you want to be a, my first female feature. Look at that. Yeah, see? That'd be a good combo. Talented, bro. No, super talented. Yeah, had her on the podcast at the pop-up, too. She She's really cool. Really cool. Super talented. Yeah, man. I need, I need my first few features, so... Yeah, dude, she's a good one. No, yeah. I told her, even during the podcast I had with her, I'm like, Claire, by the way, like, you give, you would be a really good feature on some big artists. Yeah. Like, her tone, I'm like, you would be great for, like, a bridge and a chorus. Yeah. She gives that, like, maybe, like, she's talented. She's one of those people has that has that, that born tone, that yeah, beautiful yeah. singing voice, super breath, breathy. That's not a word, but like, no, yeah. Breath. You know, yeah, yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. Okay, cool. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I got one right, dad. Yeah. You like that? Yes. Um, oh, I wanted to, by the way, that suburban Prince video that you had where there was like the nice boss first. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, mean boss. Yeah. That was hilarious, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I thought you were a good actor. I was like, cause not many people can do that sort of social media acting yeah because a lot of my friends i'd be like oh let's do this like i don't know how to do it oh really like horrible acting you know yeah but yours was good no he's like thank you he he honestly taught me a lot because like that's like his job like that's like his livelihood you know what i mean yeah so like he always tells me he's like and he gets serious about it and like it's really serious like he's like listen like 
uh, yeah, like he was like, it sounds like funny or whatever. When I say like, what people say, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, like I'm a social, like I'm a social media uh, influencer or whatever. But like, that's really like, like, like him being there. I see like the actual, like, so like he wakes up and he's like, dude, like I need to do this. Like, this is my job. He's like, if I don't yeah. post, I'm not making money. You know what I mean? He's like, mm-hmm. I need to, he has brand deals. He has stuff he needs to do. Like he wakes up, like he's like, I need to do this. Like, right. You know? And like, cause you know, for me, when I do TikToks, like I, I, of course I'm doing it with the idea of like getting my, my image and my name or whatever out there. But like, I'm not making money off of anything yet, you know? So mm-hmm. I can only imagine him. Like he's like, like every day he tells me, he says, Hey, um, if you take a break from studying, I need you. Like, I need you to be in a skit with me. I need you to film something for me. And mm-hmm. he's like, I really need you to do this because this, I, this is my job. Like, I, you know right. what I mean? And every day he wakes up, um, like on his phone, he has like his goals. Like that's his, like his wallpaper, his 50 goals. And every morning he wakes up, he reads them to himself. And like, he, he's like super, super locked in. Like, He's a funny guy and like his personality in social media is like he's the biggest, most bubbly, friendly guy ever. But like it's just funny because like I feel like a lot of people would look at like TikToks people and just think, oh, like there's no stress. But like he really does like have to like he sits there. He like writes down a bunch of ideas like he has to like that's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like how you have to go to school or take exams like he has to like come up with skits that are going to do well. He can't like, right. he can't bullshit it and like just do whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he has to, cause that's what, and that's his brand. He does skits like, you know, so that's an extra, it's not just doing an audio necessarily. Like, you know what I mean? Like doing yeah. a friend, like he has to plan out like skits. So yeah, there's a creative process. Like people forget that it's not just, uh, Oh, I'm lucky and have the law of attraction or I am funny. I'm lucky. Yeah. There's a lot of hard work that goes into getting your law of attraction or funny skits out for people to see. Yeah. Cause I know there's been times where I felt like I've posted content that I'm like, this is amazing. 50, 60 likes. Oh dude. You know, 800 views. I'm like, what? This is, this is like the big dogs. It's original, original audio. It's funny. It, it, it's quick and captures your attention fast. Like, but it takes hard work. It takes the consistency and I can tell and that's the reason he has been successful with doing it because the hard work is probably at least 60% of the side of it. And the 40 is the, you know, coming up with the funny skits and the creative process and yeah. posting it. No. Yeah. I mean, he, he has meetings all the time. He has to go to like every day, like we'll be doing something. He's like, Hey, yeah. Like I have a meeting at seven. It's going to be like an hour or two, like, but I have to go. And like, he's really successful. He was like, he freaking hosted comedy central and he's our age. Like, Oh, did he really? Yeah. Like wow, he's, he's like, he's yeah. doing really well for himself. For him. So I'm, I'm really happy. Um, for him but yeah i i trust me i know how you feel about the whole posting something dope that actually happened to me like a day ago i found that you know the video i posted on instagram the one, one that it was like the the preview for the album was like a bunch of little videos yes. to me it didn't do too well but i don't think it did well too because everyone's at edc mm-hmm. but like i kind of did that to myself you know oh my god you're right dude that's that's hilarious because i just posted a video and it completely flopped and it, I was like opening a wine bottle and then I had a funny clip from the pop-up where my glasses were like cricket or something. Uh-huh. And it only got like 300 or 390 views. And I, you know, I'm not super focused on that, but again, I want like mine, I don't want my stuff to fall on deaf ears. Right. Yeah. Like, why make it? So no, yeah. I was like, why did it flop? And it's funny. I forgot like everybody's at EDC, that everybody's sleeping, everybody's busy. They have too many notifications right now. They're yeah. passing by. Like, like I, I had to announce the album last Friday. I like I had to because I was like I can't do it. Like I have to give myself a week 
You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. try to give myself a week to like send out the pre-save link or whatever it is. So I announced it on Friday and like it, it, it like it's doing better. But like I was just frustrated because I was like, damn, like everyone's at EDC. Like I'm sending this to people. I'm like, they're probably like on shrooms right now. They have no yeah. idea what this, what we're like. Their phone probably looks like a lollipop. <laughs> like they have no idea what's happening. So I was like, I can't do anything about it. But I'll just remind them when the week starts. Like, you know, I'll just send out little reminders. And I like the thing is like. I think my biggest battle right now is like being, I don't want to be annoying. Like mm, with the perfect evenness of, yeah. Cause like you have to, you have to put yourself on with like, you have to put yourself on like with getting your stuff out there. You know what I mean? No choice. So like, I feel bad cause everyone like people have probably been like, why the hell is he Snapchatting me a link again? So I'm like, I have no, I, mm. I have to like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I have to like, whether or not you choose to listen to it, I'm not going to be mad. That's your personal choice. You know what right. I mean? But like, like, I just feel like recently because I had taste come out and then I had the album pre-save link come out. Like I just have all these things coming out and they're links. I have to send these links, text them to people, Snapchat them people, Instagram DM people, post them on Reddit. Like I literally went on USF Reddit and I was like, support a USF artist and your peer. And then I added the link, you know, but I was just like, I feel bad because like I like be Snapchatting all these people every day. I'm like, Hey, you know, and like, I'm not trying to force you to listen to it, but like, trying to give you the option to press on the yeah like you said i mean the internet is so big yeah there is so many people and it's just overall saturated whether it's like a good morning post or a breakfast post or somebody making music and uh, posting their music it comes to the point where you kind of like you have to be annoying you have to like pit it places or else it'll fall on deaf ears it just won't the the link won't get clicked yeah exactly it won't get clicked yeah it's that simple yeah so i was like you know if i didn't send the link out to anyone i'm gonna get like one listen yeah I, you know it's gonna be my mom but yeah you know what i mean like i have to send it out to as many people as i can but i think everything's doing a lot better like my like this week was really good like so basically you know when you start off like like i said like party on me like i don't have a fan base like i like I, my friends and whatnot but like i don't you know what i mean right like maybe like if I go to, there isn't an Instagram account that says, uh, TJ Williams lovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, lovers. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like and I, a bunch I, of clips of you like in slow mo. Yeah, if I, <laughs> if, I go, if I go to Italy, no one's gonna stop me. They're, they're gonna be like uh, American visitor. You know? Yeah. So like, so like I was um, where was I going with that? You know what? I just lost. My That's mind. the beauty of it all. Yeah, I just lost. I don't mind. know either. I lost my train of thought. Oh, fan base. Oh, okay. Oh, there we so, go. So, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, basically, my first, like, you know, like, I just, like, it's the little milestones, you know? So, like, right. Party On Me came out. I hit uh, 100 mon- monthly listeners on Spotify. And, like, for me, I was like, 100? I want to be, like, at 83 million. But, like, mm. you know, my friend was like, dude, slow baby steps. He's like, yes. he's like, 100 is good. That means 100 mm-hmm. people listen to your song. They went on your Spotify, you know? And um, taste did really well, and I literally went from like five days ago, I had two hundred fifty monthly listeners. I have three thousand right now. Good for you, dude. Yes, and you you deserve it because yeah, I mean I liked party on me, but taste is levels above that. Yeah, no, it yeah. really is like in the comfort there. Like taste was my favorite song to record um, on the album. And, like, the thing is, like, I bounce, like, the album, like, I bounce ideas off people. So, mm-hmm. I have, like, a few friends that, like, I write with or, like, that have sent me stuff. And Taste is Caleb. Mm. You know Caleb? Which one? Lebby. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, him, Levy. dude. Yeah, that's Caleb. Yeah, that's literally him. That's like all like he. We were in the studio one day, and he goes like, he's like, yo, I have a song, and I just never did anything with it. And he's like, do you want the lyrics? And I was like, I was like, I mean, I listened to like the beat because I. It was funny. I played a beat, and I was like, I'm trying to write something to this. And he was like, this beat sounds really familiar. And I was like, yeah, like, you know it? Because it's been out for like four years. He was like, he was like, this beat sounds really familiar. And then he was like, he was like, wait, hold on. And then like, he was like on his phone and he was like, I have a, he was like, I have something I wrote to this before. And then he was like, he was like, it doesn't fit me. I think that you like, you would kill this. Mm. And then like the name was completely different and everything. But he was like telling me, he was like, no, like, I think you would perform this really well. And Caleb, amazing. Uh, this kid is the most amazing songwriter of all time actually oh, wow actually yeah like he i learned from him like i remember in high school um he would come over and like i would he was basically like i was trying to get him to be my teacher like he is like amazing and um i was trying to write something and i was like i, I wasn't i had a block to this beat and he's like no he's like go in the, he's like go in the booth and do it like and you know he's like it's like this and um, I did it. And then he was like, exactly. It sounds good with you. And then I was like, mm. he was like, he was like, I want you to perform this and put it on the album. And then the rest was history. And I was really, I was really happy because he's taught me a lot about like writing. And I was really insecure about my writing, I guess, at first, because I was like, I would write something and I'd be like, oh, it sounds stupid. Or like, I don't know if it's going to sound good. But um, it it takes those external sources because everybody is good at their own individual things. Like people have their downfalls and then people have their, you know, yeah. amazing talents. Uh, like my friend, Kenneth Rosa, he has like a creative director. Like why would, when he first told me, I'm like, why would you need a creative director? Like that's just a, an input from somebody else, you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking like that person might be really good at Kenneth, Kenneth's downfalls. Yeah. And it just so happens that she is, yeah. he is really good at Kenneth's downfalls and vice versa. Yeah. And so it creates a beautiful masterpiece. So that'd be Caleb, he he's he's a really good songwriter yeah super good he's super good and then um like another friend of mine choice super good songwriter he he's kind of a he's kind of like a mentor to me and funny enough he probably i have to give him credit for i don't know if i would be here if it wasn't for him basically literally it's by chance like one one night i was like two like two years ago i was driving or something i was doing something and I was riding in the car, right? And I was on Twitter, and I got, like, on my timeline, it came through, and it was, like, some some page had reposted, like, uh, a demo track that was written for Justin Bieber, and it tagged the songwriter that that, that did the demo. Mm -hmm. And then I clicked on the songwriter, and, the, like, and his name was Choice, and I was like, you know what? Let me just DM this guy on Instagram. And I was like, hey, my name's TJ. I'm trying to start, you know, music is always something I've wanted to do. I don't really know where to start. Like, I would love to work together. And, like, he's, you know, this guy's verified on Instagram, has, like, 100,000 followers. I went to bed. I was like, he's not going to respond to me. Mm. And then he responds to me. He's like, hey, dude, thank you for, like, being super kind and respectful about, like, coming to me. And he was like, I'm down to help. And, like, he is, like, if he didn't respond, I don't think I would have, I think I would have given up. I'm being, like, mm. so honest. So like I told him that the other day I was like because he was like really proud of me he sent me like this this paragraph he's like dude a year ago you hadn't even started you hadn't even been in the studio ever like like I went to the studio for the first time in basically January and he was like a year later like you have a whole album done and he was like I'm super proud of you and he's a he is a great songwriter everything like he he works for big record labels like writes for like 
Tory Lanez, uh, Dua Lipa. Like wow. he's really, really talented guy. Um, Tory me. is. Uh, I uh, have watched more and more of Tory. I've always been a big fan of his music. Yeah. Um, but man, he is smart, bro. Yeah. Tory Lanez is smart musically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, he like released that album as an NFT. Uh, he released a million, a million uh files of his album mm-hmm. for one dollar. Sold out. I think minutes after got a million dollars instantly went platinum Shoot. um they were nfts so the resale value went up uh-huh. like he's like he's genius i need to get more into that by the way and yeah i've seen that like a that's like a picture thing they drop emotions should be an nft dude let's do it i'm uh, sure i mean i don't I'll know where to, i don't know where to thank you i don't know where to start i mean i gotta yeah. <laughs> i gotta get i gotta do some research but yeah no tory lanes is like a musical yeah genius but yeah and then last but not least my other friend Keese, um, another songwriter that helped, he worked on a track on uh, this album called Give Love a Chance. Um, Cause he and I were like bouncing ideas off each other and we were like, I wanna, I was, we were like listening to this beat and I was like, I, I, I'm, we're trying to make something that's like really open. Cause that's the house beat, the the song I yeah. think I told you, like there's the house beat. And I was like, I want something like open, like something that's like, I don't know, a little darker, but like just like a, a late night ride type of song. Okay. And, um, yeah, we worked on that. So I met all these wonderful people and like, they all like have taught me so much like yeah, about everything. And that's why I'm saying like, I feel like starting off, I didn't have like, like I didn't, I had no understanding of how anything worked, you know, but now like you I, do a great job at building your corner and building like relationships that are like out of love. And then also like John Bellion, um, amazing artist singer songwriter has wrote some songs for justin Bieber. or some mm-hmm. i can't remember which ones but like some of the, his biggest songs mm-hmm. um john bellion i watched this little documentary on him and he says how he focuses on surrounding himself with people who are like almost better than him yeah of course like and have their talents so it sounds like the way you build your corner is beautiful amazing people that also provide um insight to what you're trying to do yeah no because i mean if i'm like i'm not going to get anywhere if i think i know everything you know what i mean like right. i'm not going to grow so i need people that are like better than me or like around me or like that have experienced more to like guide me you know yeah and i think uh the when i did the pop-up shop i purposely just said yes they asked me if i want to do a live podcast i said yes right away yeah i didn't think about it i didn't say oh let me get back to you and think about like the logistics of it or if it would be something i'd want to do yeah i just said yes because i knew i wanted to put myself in like an uncomfortable situation in order to grow yeah like i, w- I want to do a live podcast i want to be like in a spot where my heart's racing i want that yeah. thrill i want to be like i want to grow from it so no and that's a good trait because i mean that's one thing that there's really good trait of yours that i'm working on because I get like very like I'm a very anxious person mm-hmm. and I get really nervous. I get really nervous sometimes. So like that's why I'm saying like I, I know that I need to perform live sooner rather than later because like my friend told me like choice tells me he's like, dude, like he was like, this would be a good. He's like the worst case scenario for you. And the best case scenario is like, imagine you have a song that blows up on TikTok overnight sensation. You've never performed in your life and you're going to go on SNL yeah. in two weeks. He was like. He, he was like you'd freak out like, right you know what i mean i was like i would freak out that would probably be i'd have a meltdown you know what I mean? <laughs> so like i'm trying to i want to get that like some performing mm. out of my system so that like if that does happen wonderful but i don't want i can only imagine like your first live performance being SNL yeah. or something like that'd be 
I think, uh, and we were talking about this right before the pod, before we actually started recording. Um, it's a fight or flight situation. Like I think you, you'll for sure conquer it. Cause you're just one of those people. Um, when you are in that situation, like about to perform live yeah. before you walk on stage, you'll feel, I just know this cause I did like a big karaoke performance in front of a lot of people. Oh yeah. And then I, uh, did I talk about that on the podcast no, with you? No. no. Well, I'm not going to talk about it again. Cause I think I've said it like three too many times, oh, okay. but, uh, um, you just, you, you fall into yourself and realize like I have to be myself and perform. Yeah. Like the, ang- it's just the suspense of getting yeah. there. And then as soon as you walk on stage, you're like, this is time. It's yeah. the fight or flight. You got to fight. Yeah. No, you got to fight. Course. You realize, oh, I can't fight. I can't run. Yeah. So I'm going to fight. And this is going to be, I'm going to perform to the best of my capability. And people are going to love it because I have good music. I'm a good performer. I know how to dance. I did choreography. Like, yeah. I have everything set up. You, it, It's only anxious before. Yeah. No, I, During, I, you're going to love it. And then after, you're going to have that rush and be like, wow, this was beautiful. Yeah. This no. was beautiful. I'm excited. I'm really excited. But I'm like... I'm excited and nervous, but like you said, I know that yeah. I, I have no other choice. When it happens, like I have to like show up and show out. Like there's yeah. no other choice. You know what I mean? And I don't want to half-ass it. I want to have, like I said, everything. If I can have fireworks, I have fireworks. I don't Heck know. yeah! You know, some like, firecrackers to throw them up there. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Pop, 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 pop. Exactly. Give everyone a, like a neon one of the neon bands. Like you know. Sure. Let's do it. I'm uh, yeah. I just got to figure out like, like I think I'm probably going to start like really thinking about it after like right after that like winter break is gonna be my time to like zone in on everything mm, like for the next weeks. yeah because for the next like album process i already know what i want to do different like for this one um i was like going in and recording stuff and like i'd have it finished but like i'd stop going to the studio and then like i'd release something and i would have like no other songs left and i'd rush back to the studio to finish something because i was like oh my god i can't have like nothing in the vault you know but for the next album, I'm gonna nothing is gonna be released until I'm it's done. Right. You know, like I wanna have the whole album done and then I release a single. I wanna have all music oh, music videos are coming, by the way, as well. Yes. Yes. Taste is gonna have a music video. We're that's we're, huge. Yeah, we're planning that out. And then we're trying to figure out I wanna have two to three per album. Mm-hmm. I gotta figure out the other two. Maybe like maybe Party on Me will get one. Yeah. I'm gonna do that TikTok. I just haven't had a chance to because I was still oh, yeah. see the pop up. No, I'm excited. To Publix see. cookie. Yeah, give me a taste. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited to see. I de- I need to make TikToks with taste. I just like I said, I get nervous. Like, mm. but you can't feed into like to the hate because I posted a. Uh, I think I got I got my first hate comment ever. So yes, yes, I know, yes. right? It was amazing. So um, I I posted the a video of me. I was like, oh saying i was like it was like a video of me i was like um i'm releasing a single tonight comes out at midnight it's called taste or whatever can i guess what the person says huh i like yeah, I, said, I, I didn't read it i don't know yes i just know what i've received uh maybe something along the lines of like no one gives a fuck or something like that well or yeah who the fuck are you yeah like i got that. i i got a who gives a fuck i also got a stop making music immediately those are and then like, oh god yeah i know but then i but then i had a lot of ones like oh this is really good yeah. it reminds me of so and so or keep making music and but i was like i saw it and i was like oh shit i was like I guess yeah that's what it's like there is there i've gotten some hate comments because you know i'm i post a lot of clips yeah uh i i got my first hate comment pretty early on um it's just weird but there's a lot of positive no there uh, is once yeah. like oh dude love the beard by the way keep going or something yeah, like that yeah. like 
Cool. There's yeah. a lot of positive comments. I'm actually surprised with the internet. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised because you see the big YouTubers and sometimes you'll go down to the comments and or big YouTubers or just big whoever and there's a lot of hate comments. Yeah. No, I got like I I got my first racist comment yesterday. Oh god. It was the funniest. Like I was laughing. So like I posted a TikTok and it was like uh maybe so it was like when your teacher when you're when it's like point of view fourth grade and your teacher's handing out candy if you answer a question right and your hand's been up the whole time but she doesn't pick oh, I've you. Oh, I seen that. And this guy comments Africans. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I'm pretty sure that white Africans? people and Spanish yeah, people do like answering questions, like experience the same thing I did. You know, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know. That you know? is hilarious, bro. But I was laughing. I was like. <laughs> I was like, "What? What's wrong yeah, with man. people?" Yeah, some people have dark humor, and then other people are like just super serious and weird. Nah, I was like, yeah. I was like, I didn't care. I was like, right. I was like, I don't really know what he meant by that, but sure. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't make sense in that context. No, I mean, maybe it was a bot. I was like, I, I was like, right. I, I am black, you know. Yeah, I got got no. that right. I was like, yeah, you guys, like, you got that right. I was like, I don't know how that applies to this <laughs> specific situation, but. Just comment like Caucasian. Yeah, I Just like reply Caucasian. No, yeah, to the guy that said you stop making music, I was like, you're right, I'm going to. I was like, I was just like messing with them. I was like, you're right. Yeah, but I have a bad habit to where yeah, the couple hate comments that I've had, I've said something like, not clever, but like nice, just kind of like dismissing yeah. almost. Where I've been, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I want to stop doing that because I don't want to encourage people to get a reaction out of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But right now on, on this scale, it feels all right to do that. But I know when I get bigger, like day, I just, David Dobrik had like a bunch of hate comments under a video and he's like, I'm not going to address it at all. Or like reply back. I heard him in a podcast saying that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I don't want to, when somebody replies to it, he's like, that's what makes it real. Yeah. Like as soon as you get a reaction and the person replies, that's when it's like, oh yeah, that guy was right. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. So I'm trying to learn that because it's it's hard not to reply to those comments, especially with like a clever dismissing remark. No, you yeah. know? Some people are like like I just people are mean, man. Like yeah. I was on one person's TikTok last night with my friend and like I was like like the video was funny, but like it's just like I don't know. Have you seen the guy like on uh I don't know his name, but he's like a, a little bit of a bigger guy. And he makes okay. like these videos where like he says like he had a video. It's like they're, they're really cheesy. And like, but he's like has a lot of followers, like over two million followers. And he was like, oh, this is about to not be funny. I'm about to mess. It's up. okay. Yeah. But I'll he's laugh, like, I promise. He's like, he's <laughs> like, um, if you want me, just say you want me. I'll probably like your cute ass too. But like, oh, dude, I know who you're talking about. Oh my god, light skin guy. Yes, bro. So yeah. I'm looking at these comments, and they're so mean. Yeah, they're really mean. They're, they're, they're so mean. Like yeah. I was like, I wasn't laughing. I was just like, why are people so evil? They were like, 21, 20 ton of savage. They said Playboy calorie. I was like, <laughs> I was like, these people are evil, man. I was like, that sucks. I feel bad because now that you say that, whenever I see that guy's video pop up on my for you page, I always go to the comments and I start reading through I'm just bad. to hear the clever like shit. <laughs> but I think so he, mean. I think he's kind of leveraged that because I can tell he's comfortable with the. Oh, he comments. jokes with it. But yeah, he's leveraged it. Yeah, to make his it. platform huge because. Everybody knows to go to his comment section. Yeah, no, and exactly. Here, the twenty-one. What was it? Twenty ton savage. Twenty ton. So they're so mean, dude. They're so mean. I was like, I was like, holy shit! Someone's called like, twenty ton savage. I'm trying to think. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but that's the thing is, I hope, or actually, I know that like uh, 
hate comments will really just be funny to me, even if it's about me. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, like if I got a unibrow, bro, and people are calling me Anthony Davis or fear the brow, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's funny, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I got a unibrow. Yeah. Like say I'm not, I no, don't, I, I don't but yeah, if but I got yeah, one, yeah. I'm like, Hey, yeah. all right. Yeah. No, you have to be able to See, laugh at yourself. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, like if it's really serious, like those comments, like they are mean, but like, I think, I don't want to say people are just playing around, but like, you know, like he, I think the fact that he jokes with it mm-hmm. makes people kind of like want to comments and he responds like, you know, when, um, on TikTok, like you could like respond to, to, a, comment. to a comment, yeah. he responds to the comment. So I think people comment to see if you respond to it yeah. more than anything. Like, I don't think anyone, like some people are really trying to be mean, but like, I think some people also yeah. are just trying to get the response so they could say, Oh, he responded to me or whatever. Right. Cause but, people uh, don't, people are commenting like 20 ton savage. You're not commenting like you fat. At first, yeah, no, like uh, I actually, stupid. Yeah, I didn't see anyone that was like that was like, I yeah, think you're, you're disgusting, and I, like they were all just like trying to like come up with clever yeah. like puns. And stuff. I will say there there was a trend to uh, uh, what's it called when you uh, on on uh, TikTok when you take the video and then insert your own video after it, a uh, stitch. Yeah. Stitch? yeah, is yeah, that it? Yeah, stitch. I've seen people stitch or duet his videos, and then at the end of the video, just be like, "Shut up," you know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah, literally. And yeah. they'll get like hundreds of thousands of likes, if not millions. And I'm like, mm, "Come on, y'all!" Like, yeah, that's not even clever. That's just like being no, no, literally. I've seen that's the, just pooping on his content. To that exact same guy, yeah, I saw a stitch yeah. where like literally he did it, and some guy was like, "Man, shut the fuck up. We don't care what you say." Yeah, at like, the end, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Dang, man." Yeah, like, and then he has like 800,000 likes, and we're struggling artists. I, yeah. <laughs> creating creative like music and podcasts and they blow up sometimes it's like <laughs> i literally will like make so many ideas i'm like this is the one this is the one mm-hmm. like it's gonna be i'm gonna go viral you know and then yeah 100 views zero like like right. zero comments i'm like oh, not again just takes that one rj barrett clip exactly right <laughs> right i mean shoot yeah dude um I wanted to say, oh, to go back on, you said you DM choice and you went to sleep and like, oh, he's not going to respond. Uh-huh. So I, I got two stories about something along the lines of that. Um, I messaged, I've been a big fan. He's a big inspiration to me. Uh, this guy named Arlen Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a, kind of like an influencer, entrepreneur, uh, super aesthetically pleasing videos. And I've always been into like making like what, whatever you call it, like vlogs, yeah. you know, um, but I messaged him. I can remember. I kind of like slid up on something and com- you just, just you know, every once in a while you message a, an account like that. Yeah. And I got a response and I remember I was freaking out and it was like three different messages. I'm like, Arlen Moore just sent three messages to me. You know, I had the little notification. I was like, just kind of like set my phone down. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like Arlen, like That's I'm awesome. a big, ins- he's a big inspiration for me. I click on it and it's like an automated message like an automated sort of thing like yeah. oh hey if you want to join this you know and it, it's his account like yeah it's not, i was like damn it's an automated message so yeah. i just set off i was like all right my dreams are gonna die and no. shrivel but he's amazing i hope one day i i can meet him you definitely will yeah 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 his uh he makes like super cool videos bro like That's they're like travel video like he makes what he wants yeah of course yeah there's no like uh excel spreadsheet to oh b-roll then drone shot then yeah it's all authentic. this is what we're doing today it's authentic it's like an instagram story but high quality and yeah. high you can you can hear the audio like there's captions you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you're saying so with my videos i used to make vlogs in the past and i was a little youtube when i was a little kid like yeah welcome back guys make yeah. sure you drop a like and subscribe we're gonna be doing balloon challenge i don't yeah. know yeah yeah no. um 
and then I kind of formed into a little bit less of that and more so of like an Arlen Moore approach, I guess you can call it. Yeah. Now I'm simply just grabbing my little point and shoot camera. And when there's an event or when I'm with somebody or doing like a wine tasting or something funny's going on, pull out the camera yeah. and record and post edit. I can make anything work because it's my art. Yeah. You know, if I have to throw in a black screen and uh, smooth the audio out, it's just my craft. Like if it doesn't flow perfectly like a Casey Neistat vlog, who cares? This is going to be a beautiful video people will watch. Yeah, you have to do you. Yeah. You're like recording memories and... Oh, uh, yeah, that's a big one. All it's those things. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely so that's beautiful. That's like the that's the good... Because you get to look back on it and you get to share it with people and they get to see like your memories, you know. Yeah. I enjoy your life, but yeah. And then uh, I also messaged this guy named Dan on Twitter and he used to play... Minecraft. When I was a little kid, I used to like Minecraft. Oh yeah, tell me about there it. There was this guy named uh, Skitscape, and he'd do this like survival island sort of thing. Uh -huh. And I would watch it like every day, and I was a huge fan of of his YouTube channel. And like growing up, their comedy like did a lot for me. That made me like funny in school because their comedy was like so clever, and they were a little bit older guys that I was watching. And yeah, so they really like helped me grow up, and they were a big part of my childhood. Years later, I'm like, I think I was like 17, 18. Um, I see Dan still posting on Twitter because they stopped making Minecraft videos. They stopped making videos on YouTube. They were big. Yeah. And I messaged Dan. I was like, hey, just wanted to let you know, like, bro, you were a big part of my childhood. And like, I really appreciate you guys. Like when I think back to my childhood, like I think of you guys yeah. like a lot of the time. And yeah, he responds and we had a genuine conversation. That's I'm like, awesome. I just talked to my childhood hero. That's awesome. That's what it felt like. Yeah. You have to tell people that like like that it's good to like dm people or like talk to people and tell them that you helped me with something right you know? and like i feel like they resonate like they that makes them feel good too you know mm -hmm. my uh val dean the guy i was talking about earlier that was performed at the pop-up shop yeah he was saying how he had this uh kid message him saying how he his music actually got him through like a, a dark place and like a, a depression and he was saying how uh val dean was saying that to do like, you know, XXX Tentacion was probably the biggest artist that like got a lot of people uh, through like tough times and stuff. Yeah. Like people were very vocal about XXX being that person for him. Yeah. Valdine's like, it just takes one. Like the fact that like one person appreciated it that much to change their outlook on life. Yeah. Yeah. And take them out of a great area. He's like, just one bro was worth it. Yeah. Is worth it. No, of course. For sure. So to have that influence on somebody is insane. No, yeah. And it's funny you say that about XXX. Like, I've never really, like, like, I, I, you know, everyone has ups and downs, but, like, he, like, I listened to his music when I was going, like, that 17, 18, mm. end of puberty, whatever that is when you're going yeah. insane, you know? But, like, he was super good. Yeah. He was super good. So sad about him and Juice and Pop and... It's crazy. Do you think... Do you blame it on... No, I guess not blame it. Let's not say that, but why why what what does the industry like lead them to places like that i honestly think like from what i've heard i really do like even like just being honest like bo he's not in music but he always tells me he says dude like you have to watch yourself because he's like they will anything like in la he's like they will literally like shit on you like mm. he was like they literally they was like they don't give a like he was like, they don't care about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, unless you, he was like, and even like certain pop stars like that are even at that level, like he was like, even some of them still like, they don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like Drake is a good example of someone who like, he really is for himself. 
more. You know what I mean? Like he has OVO records or whatever. But like when like Justin Bieber is going through a bad time, they were like everyone shat on that man for like years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like he was like the biggest thing in the world. Justin and, like, Bieber got arrested. Yeah, literally again. and peed in a mob, like, all this stuff. And, like yeah. and he was getting like and he was like, imagine like you're 18 and you're that popular mm. and like the whole world is shitting on you. And then the record label doesn't even like wasn't even promoting his stuff anymore at that point. Like when journals came out, like they literally basically left a 17 year old kid that has millions of dollars, like Mm-hmm. And like act like you put him on the side burner, you know what I mean? Yeah, mental health wise. And I was like, I literally read um, like an interview with his with Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun said it got so bad that like he would go, he would have the security guards go in at night and check his pulse to make sure he was still breathing. Like it got that bad, and like the record label was not letting him put out R&B music, which is the music he wants to put out. Mm-hmm. Like he's just going doing all this crazy stuff, and he has no guidance. And I was like. It's like you have to like in the labels, these labels or these managers, like they're not really doing anything like because at that point he's not I guess he's not making money for you. So you don't care about him anymore. They care about you when you're high and when you're doing your stuff. But like they don't care about like and that's why I feel bad about like like juice. Like when you listen to juice, like juice world's lyrics, like that man's so talented. It was like would have been is a legend, but would have been like I can only imagine like if he had a whole life to live. Right. But like he's he's like singing about like knowing he's gonna die or thinking mm-hmm. about all these drugs and stuff like i understand like that's his brand but at a point like someone has to say like are you good yeah like you know what i mean like are you okay you can't just like let someone like do a bunch of drugs and like sing about it all the time and like not be like hey like i understand but like are you actually okay because right. he overdosed right yeah yeah you know i'm like you have to be like are you okay you know i mean the xxx got shot and yeah. that's kind of like that situation is a little different you know, it is, but like, and then pop is just even yeah. going on Instagram yeah. live and his address leaking and getting shot. That's just like people being evil. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't right. understand. Like, like what is killing a celebrity? do? Like, what do you really think is going to happen when you kill a celebrity? Like you kill a regular person. You're not going to get away with it. 99% of the time. So what makes you think the killing a list celebrity, you're going to, you're going to get yeah. away with it at all. Like some people are just crazy, dude. Some people like some people actually have issues. No, really. Like, like uh, some there's a lot of uh, schizophrenic people yeah. who hear voices and stuff. It's actual like impulses that like change. Some people just have bi- bad childhoods and could yeah. care less. Like, uh, yeah, those are sometimes like, how does that person exist? Why would somebody do that? Yeah, no, I would be like, like if I ever blew up, dude, yeah. I would I would have White House security. Security, like, yeah. I would be like. I would because like you don't mm-hmm. know like even like festivals and stuff you get nervous like all it takes is like yeah. one crazy ass person with like, right. a gun or something that like is somehow snuck or, in or drugs like, like little needles with drugs yeah. at the Astro World people yeah. poking people with needles the security guard said he got poked by a drug and became loopy it's like I don't yeah I don't but that's the people thing people are just negative yeah I mean I guess like like we've been, lived really blessed lives like stay away from a lot of that but, yeah like, I just. I don't understand, like, how as a person, you really could just be like, let me bring a bunch of needles. Right. Stick random ass people and, like, get them all, like, like what what, what are you doing? Right. You know? Like, have fun. Let's. I'll get you a drink, dude. Yeah. I'll get you a drink. Let's talk, bro. Let's no. laugh. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know. To go back to the whole, like, uh, Justin Bieber thing and how people were, like, you know, kicked him to the curb for a long time and, like, you know, hate on him, hate on him. It's popular to hate. Yeah. Do you remember in school... When there's like a little bit less fortunate kid, maybe he's not the tallest, maybe he's not the biggest, maybe he's just not the coolest. Yeah. 
there will be one person that's mean to him, right? Yeah. And then you'll slowly see people follow. Yeah. And no, slowly yeah. see people decide, oh, yeah, it is funny to kick on Justin. Yeah. Um, ban- it, it's a bandwagon thing to hate somebody. It really is. Yeah. yeah. And people have that bone in them. People have that. They, people are mean. they have that energy in them where they're like, oh, it's okay to be mean to this person. Yeah. Because everyone else. Because they did this one thing wrong yeah. or they're troubled. Let's, let's change the agenda and think like Juice World, like he was, you know, it's, it's popular to do drugs and be troubled and stuff, especially in that industry. Let's flip the switch and provide support for Justin Bieber, who was young and who was getting arrested and, you know, doing all those bad things, whatever he did, not show support for that, but like, Hey, he needs help. Yeah. Like anyone, like I asked, every like as an adult right like if you give any 18 year old kid let alone like Mm. he had his own issues right like his i guess like his parent like his mom had him at like 16 and stuff and like his dad wasn't in his life so like that's already stuff that he probably is dealing with and then like you grow up and you become the most famous person in the world Mm. and you're like obviously like a good looking guy and you have all this money and you probably have like you're 16 and you've grown women models all these people all over throwing you. themselves at you you know like anyone for an, a little at least even if it was like a smidge of a second anyone would probably lose their shit for like a second or like you know what i mean yeah like any like i feel like i i if you gave me all that at 17 i'd probably at go, that age i'd probably go insane too like now i think i could handle it but knowing who i was at that age yeah so many bad decisions. No, I don't like know you're where 17. Like that's when you that's when you mess up. So I don't understand. I just, I just don't like when people act like they were perfect at like at like that age. Because if you take yeah. all these adults or whatever that judge all these young artists, and you go back to them being in like college or like high school, like everyone does the same stuff. Yeah. You know, like my mom says, like whenever my mom tries to catch me for something, she's like, the players change, but the game doesn't. You know what I mean? My mom would mm. be like, Are you like when I was like 16? She's like. You know, if you drink or whatever, be safe. I'm like, mom, I don't drink. She's like, TJ, you I wasn't born yesterday. She was like, the game is the same. The players just change. It's just your turn to do it, you know? Yeah. So, like, you just have to be honest with yourself. Like, you can't judge anyone. And like you said about the whole um, picking on a kid at school, like, I that was something personally for me that I always, like, I, to boost my, like, if I had to give, my credit, give myself credit for one thing, I always made it a point to be the kid that was friends with everyone. Like I was a kid that like, that like if you were sitting by yourself at lunch, I'd be like, yo, come on. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I didn't let like stuff get to my head. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't like, if I like, what, 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 like no matter what it was like you like, cause I'm like fumbling over my words here, but I think my thing was that like everyone deals with their own struggles and stuff. And like yeah. for me, I had periods of time where I was like, oh, like I was a well-known kid at my school. Like a lot of people knew me, like popular, whatever you want to say, right? But like I always felt like deep down inside, I always, and I still feel that way. I'm actually the kid that is like as outgoing as I am. Personally, when I'm by myself, I'm quiet. I'm scared. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like I really am like inside. I might be that kid that's sitting by himself at lunch. I just had a lucky break because like I can kind of get over it a little bit better. Right. But like that kid, un- unfortunately, like his personality, he's just maybe shy. Like he doesn't, you know, You're it's like, yeah, like I resonate, I resonate with that. So yeah. I don't want that kid to sit by himself and feel like he is no one. Like there was this kid, John, in my school. Okay. Sweetest kid ever. Sweetest kid ever. And John, like he, 
one day he was sitting by himself at lunch and he looked so down and like my teammates were like my teammates had already gone down to the gym to go play and i was skipping practice that day Uh sorry coach ray but yeah so (laughs) i was skipping practice that day and i was like gonna eat with my other friends and i see this kid sitting by himself at lunch and he was in my physics class and like i just ate with him i just talked to him and like he got like i could see the change like from him being by himself to when i sat with him just having someone to talk to and i told him i was like bro i love you like if you ever want to eat lunch with me literally just like text like we had ipads like ipads oh yeah for school i was like text my like text my (laughs) text my (laughs) i text my ipad my student email or whatever and like i literally will like come up and like i might not be able to stay for long if i practice and i don't skip but like i'll come up for like five or ten minutes and we could just talk or whatever and then i'll just go back down to practice at the very end of it you know like that's the thing is and it's funny with the movie uh uh what was it 21 jump street 22 jump street yeah yeah the first one was 21 jump Street. 21 yeah so they went to high school the you know the two grown adults jonah hill and channing tatum and they realized that the popular kids are now nice to people and pick people up and care about issues yeah and it's funny how i i do feel like our generation is really good with that and there's a lot of people like you that stand out to where you leverage your ability to um be to smile to stay positive you leverage that ability to pick up others yeah rather than uh, what was his name what was john the kid that was oh john john yeah like rather than be like john's sitting alone again (laughs) yeah no yeah what a loser am i right or you know people's people think like that no yeah and then instead oh john's sitting alone man what's wrong dude like how how you been what's how's your classes you know like that's like the new that's people find that attractive now back in the day it was cool to be you watch any like retro movie from the 80s oh yeah they're like the big guys that played football or played basketball the cool guys like john give me your cookie yeah see you later bro yeah no you can't like i feel like i just realized and i i learned this like every day and um, i'm reading this book called the mountain is you right now um really good book by the way but i just realized like in life no one has anything together no matter how much everyone mm. tries to look like they have, like that's like and even on social media it does a that's probably social media's worst trait is like you look at this and you think like oh my gosh like this 22 year old this random 22 year old guy is a millionaire perfect. and like it's perfect but like life is just a bunch of people that don't have anything like really don't have their shit together at all trying to act like they have their shit together at mm. all while trying to find themselves but I feel like when you just realize that and you realize like everyone has something going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone has something going on. You can't judge. Like you don't know. Like that was one thing my mom always said. My mom said, you don't know what anyone's going home to. You know what I mean? So yeah. never be mean to anyone because like, and like I also, if someone has a bad day or whatever, like obviously if someone's like rude or like says something really out of line, then you say something back. But like if someone ever was like, like, you know, now I want to say standoffish or like kind of like maybe they had a bad day, right? Mm-hmm. I never have been someone to like say something like like be mean back because I'm like you know what that person's dog could have just died and I don't know or maybe their mom's sick or their dad's sick their grandpa's sick like you don't know what someone's going home to at the end of the day right. and like they're probably not gonna open up to you about it if they're you're like a complete stranger but like you just can't like you just have to be like nice like that's right. life like my I live my life I just want to be a nice person yeah and like that's my one of my biggest like traits i think and a downfall too because i could be too nice but like i just feel like i don't like being mad i hate being mad i don't even get mad like that i can't hold grudges yes i just like 
I just like being nice. I like making people smile, making people laugh or whatever, you know? There's, it takes so much energy, so much energy to actually hate somebody or something. It, it, it's way too much energy. Yeah. And it almost, it, it feels like a boost of energy when you are positive or nice to yeah. somebody. No matter if they were mean to you originally or however. And yeah, it's a reflection on who they, who they are, or what they're going through. Yeah. So when somebody's mean or when somebody's mean to you or in, like I'm in the hospitality uh, industry, like when an old man is real grumpy with me is like, Oh, you guys don't have this. Come on, man. Yeah. I, first off, not going to take it personally. Yeah. Of course. Second off, uh, oh, this man might have health problems. He might, you know, just have diabetes and he can barely eat anymore or, yeah. um, his kids don't like him because of his political views or whatever it is. Yeah. I try to remind myself that we all have our shortcomings. And like you said, I, yeah. I, I should resonate and understand that the, I should feel sorry or want to help more than just argue or, or fight back. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like everyone, you're too big for that. No. Everyone yeah. has their, like everyone has their things. You know. Like yeah. Just being the best person you could be, like, is right. like the biggest contribution I think you can make to the world. Mm-hmm. Just being a, a genuinely good person. Like, yeah. There's nothing better than that. Like, you know what I mean? Like making mm-hmm. people smile. Like whatever. One thing I haven't done yet, but I really want to do. I just get shy. Is I've always wanted to, and I also have to make sure they don't have a crazy amount of stuff. I've always wanted to pay for someone like that's behind me in the grocery store. That's one thing I always I always yeah. wanted to do, but then I'm nervous. Like I gotta look at the cart first. I don't want them to have like three hundred dollars worth of groceries. Yeah, be like, we ain't got it like that yet. But one day, yeah, I gotta text my mom sure. like, hey, can you please put more money in my cart? Yeah, it's getting declined. <laughs> Overdrafted. Like, my mom's like, why'd you spend five hundred dollars in Publix? I'm like, sorry, yeah, sorry. While we're on this topic, I pulled up this edit, and this is, uh, I don't watch football that much, but do you ever listen to news about NFL or anything like, yeah, like that? Yeah, I watch it. I don't really watch college football, but I watch it. Gotcha. So uh, do you remember when Richard Sherman had that whole thing where he was trying to break into the house mm-hmm. to beat up the guy and, and whatever? Uh, I talked about this on the podcast with Zachary Marin a long time ago, and I wanted to pull up this clip because this is kind of like my formed out thought on the subject. Okay, let me wait for it to loop, and then I'll get the audio rolling. <laughs> no, but this is sad. I like to I like to be something bothering him. Yeah. This shows that and we see this time and time again. No amount of money, fame, or success can make you happy indefinitely. Yeah, there's always something. There's demons that are bigger than yourself. It's it's so easy to be like, oh, you see Richard Sherman beating that door? Yeah. He's sick. Look at him. I mean, he's yeah. drunk, beating into a door. He has all the money in the world. He's yeah. like a 6'4", well-built dude. Like, yeah. So the crazy thing is, do you like did you ever read what it was? No. That they didn't. So I'm pretty sure if I remember right. Okay. That is he's banging on the door of his mom's boyfriend that like abused her. I'm pretty uh, sure that's what it was. Like cuz they that's like I remember it being like I saw it and the headlines were like trashing the hell out of him. Yeah. And then like I saw something and it was like anyone would have done this because the circumstance was this. And mm. I don't want to be wrong in this, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was that like 
that is like a man, a guy that his mom, his mother was seeing that like abused her or something. And he knew about it. And like, he found, he found out about it or something. Right. And he like was obviously drunk, but I'm like, dude, like you can say how you're gonna handle the situation, but like he obviously has an issue. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's obviously, you can't just try, you have to get the whole story. You know what I mean? Mm, like that's a big one. Saying too. saying Richard Sherman knocking on banging on someone's door, belligerent drunk. I'm like, okay, like yeah, you could. It's that, a good headline. Yeah, it's a good headline. <laughs> but also add that you know that guy was beating his mom. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's a huge part of the story that you're leaving mm. out because I'm pretty sure that if anyone found out their mom was getting beat up by a guy, yeah, they would something would happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's considered uh, misinformation. Yeah, literally. because taking something out of context or not including context in like a story like that is the definition of like misinformation. They, and it happens all the time. Like, yeah. like it could be anything like, like, you know, like there isn't, there isn't like uh cause I, I refreshed myself on this vocabulary. There isn't many disinformation anymore, which disinformation is like something is a complete lie. Uh, it's like, oh, there's 25% of males that go to this school. And there's not. There's no. It, yeah. It's a complete lie. That's disinformation. That's yeah. not right. Yeah. Information like is just not cool. way. Thank you. Yeah. Every once in a while, dude. Uh, and then misinformation is like taking something out of context or not including context in order to push a certain sort of thought or agenda. Yeah. And that, I feel like misinformation is like a big one, bro. Because it can ruin someone's image. Yeah. Like, you know, like. Richard Sherman drunk slamming on a door. Oh, he's trying to, you know, whether he handled it the right way. I mean, I could tell you what I would have done. It was the exact same thing. No, and no, I'm not perfect. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I was perfect, I would have. No, nah, if I was perfect, I'd still. No, exactly. I mean, what are you, yeah, yeah. So you're going to send a guy on, man. a long worded text message yeah. and be like, hey, can you stop? No, dude, you're going to. Right. Like, that's your mom. It's like, my mom. Yeah, you, you, don't you don't mess with mom. You don't. Yeah. You no, don't no, mess. No, you don't no. mess with anyone's mom. Like, right. what are you doing, dude? Not cool, bro. Yeah. You know, like I, if he in. Even if he wasn't drunk, I he'd probably do the same thing. Like mm. it's his mom, you know. What I mean? That it, that it, that's a weird thing because guys' sons have this weird connection and protecting their mother, and it has to do. It has to be something with like ancestry, right. like you know, like way back in the day, like you know, you, you protect your mo- your mother. Yeah. She is the provider. She created. Oh, it's you. your mom. Yeah, you know, she created you. Boy, I created you. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like it, there's just this weird knack where if somebody, like if a, I can't say this, but if a, there was like a girl in um a Walmart once that was like mean or saying something like to my mom, uh-huh. I just remember like, instantly being like, who the f-? like y- I would never be rude to a girl, right? Yeah. Especially in a context like that, she was yelling at me. But as soon as it was about my mom, oh yeah, it's like, I do not care, bro. It's like, your mom, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I will be rude to anybody. I would like you know yeah. front on anybody but if it was if she was saying it to me i wouldn't care I'd be like okay lady like have a good day yeah don't talk to my mom bro. no yeah no i think it's just because mom like I, I think it's mom's like moms do that for you too like as a kid yeah. you know what i mean like when you're a little kid like and maybe you get in trouble or maybe like someone says something to you like your mom's gonna be the one that, like i mean dads do shout out to dads too but yeah. you know moms are like moms are moms yeah. like you don't Moms like are there, like you know they. they I don't know how to. You, I don't know how they to just make it. To, usually, it just happens that moms are usually more hands on and yeah. in the house a little bit more. Yeah, it could be vice versa, but that's just yeah. how it tends to be. Well, that's how it was. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like like my mom growing up, my, like my dad, like is in surgery all day. So my mom yeah, literally, right. like my mom literally gave up 
her life. Like, she wanted, mom had a whole job, everything. She literally gave up her life to, like, just take care of me. She wanted to be a stay-at-home mom because she was, like, she didn't, like, she wanted to be with me all the time. You know what I mean? So, like, I always thought about that. I'm like, dude, like, this woman literally yeah. raised me. Like, that. she, like, had her life. And then when she had me, she says, this is going to be my job. Like, right. I'm going to put all my time into making sure that this kid comes out right. And I'm like, would you not fight for that woman? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like she, you know, I like the idea. Like I feel completely selfless when it comes to like a relationship like that with, with my mother, because I know I'll die. I'll die for her. You yeah. Know really? I mean? Like, yeah. no, if fans are butts, you will, you'll accept your fate right away. It's All like, right. if I got to die for this woman, I'll die. Yeah. Like if she's got to run away while I like get butchered by a knife, like, yeah. okay. Like she got away. Like I'm good. I'll, yeah, you'll be done good. my time. Yeah, no. And I, of course, she'll be upset with you for doing that. But hey, man, that's just yeah. Die for it. You die for your mom. Shout dude. out to the moms. We, Shout out to moms. We love you. We, we would die for you. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I had uh, Kenneth Rosa. His his family came to the event because he was kind of the one that operated it and threw it. He was the one that operated and threw it. Him and Gia, his creative uh-huh. director. And uh, his so his uh, family came and I sat down and had her on the podcast. Ah, so I have a uh, mother on the podcast now. Oh, beautiful, dude! Congrats. Talked about Kenneth growing up. A couple funny stories here and there, you know. That's great. Super interesting. I want to have my mom on the podcast one of these days, but she's gonna like opt me and say all the negative things that I've never wanted anybody to hear. Moms do that sometimes. They do. Dude. Like moms, like if you like ever when you have like a girlfriend or something, and like oh. you're their first meeting, your mom yeah. like puts you on the spot. She's like. Mm-hmm. She's like, my mom used to be like, oh, TJ never cooks. It's like, shh. Yeah, I know. My mom, would be like, my mom would be like, he's so immature. Why do you like him? I'm like, I'm like, you're supposed to be like helping my case. Yeah. Not, not he like. Sleep, sleeps in too late. He'll never be able to provide for you. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, mom, like you're supposed to like put me on, not like tear me down. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just playing. I'm like, you're not. Yeah. Like, shh. You, know? you ever bring home a, a girlfriend that your mother was never too fond of? Yeah. Yeah, look, so yes, but this was like when I was like 15 and I didn't know that my mom was a father. I didn't know. She told you after? Yeah, she told me after. Mom's wait. Oh, I knew she wouldn't last. That's always But the thing thing. was, I was surprised because my mom's pretty upfront. My mom's pretty like, like my mom's normally like, I think if my mom really didn't like someone, like really didn't like, she would tell me. Like my mom's like, my mom's like low-key scary upfront. Like I feel like my mom would tell me in front of the girl. My mom would be like, leave. (laughs) But I was like, yeah, my, I guess like my mom didn't wasn't her biggest fan when i was like 16 but it was like a seven month relationship right so it didn't really like it didn't matter anyway but and then my dad is just like you know how dads are dads my dad's like oh how you doing kaylee nice to meet you yeah my dad's like my dad's like chilling my dad's like uh you have a girlfriend i'm like yeah he's like okay i'm like i'm like (laughs) okay man i'm I'm, I'm glad you're happy for me good for you son exactly growing up (laughs) yeah you know dads are that's you know shout out to dads but dads you know they you know they don't really dads just they're happy no matter what happens you know what i mean you know they focus on different things yeah dads are like yeah dads are happy no matter what happens so true yeah they focus on not that thing my dad's like if you think she's the one then i'm happy for you if not (laughs) it's life i'm like (laughs) i'm like okay and then my Uh, mom was like when are you guys gonna get married you guys gonna get married my mom, oh yeah the one thing that my mom says that puts like she doesn't say it but my mom now that i'm starting to get to not even this age i'm 21 but my mom would be like i can't wait to have grandchildren i'm like baby fever that's what they get yeah i know i'm like mom i'm gonna bring a child into the world and have no money unless you want to raise this kid again <laughs> like i'm like i'm like i don't know what you want from me you're, yeah you're saying this i'm like i you have to wait like, yeah my mom is an amazing grandma absolutely amazing grandma my uh 
couple of my sisters have kids. I'm a I'm an uncle. Really? You know, I love being an uncle. They call me uh, Uncle Mont because uh, when they were they're still pretty young. The oldest is eight. Mm-hmm. Romans eight. Um, he, when he was little, he he couldn't pronounce Brant, and they're like, "Say say uh, Uncle Brant, say uh-huh. Brant." He'll say Uncle Mont. And so uh, now, like, whenever I have Christmas gifts, all my gifts say Uncle Mont, M-O-N-T. Uh, my sister calls me Montague. Montague. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hi, Montague. Of she course, named, she calls me Brant still. She named your first child Montague. Just, oh, just for Diesel. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got any names hidden? Yeah, I have, a, I have a list. Real quick, before you say the list. <laughs> and by the way, does it go in order from ranking? Like, is the first name going to be, like, the... Probably the most likely one. Let me let me actually see. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know what order it goes in. But I, let me I was see. on a, a first date once, and I I will I will not name drop, of course. But now this this girl is actually like really famous, and uh, the first date I had with her, she started saying what what we wanted to name our kids, uh, and it wasn't a joke. It was like, it was like dead yeah. It was like the most classic like first date like what I remember I was in the car outside of the place we ate and we were sitting there you know talking you know those car talks yeah where you just kind of stay parked for a little bit and you talk yeah because there ain't nothing better to do yeah and uh, yeah she started talking about what I wanted to name my kids I was like what man come on yeah that's a little yeah. like yeah 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 I'm not the guy where it's like oh red flag no can't yeah. do it but I was. I kind of noticed, and then from there on, I kind of like noticed that she was just a little bit not my speed. Not yeah. my speed. Yeah, I wasn't. Your, I you mean, gotta move on. I wanna like for me, I wanna be married young, but like kids, I wanna have. I would. I, I wanna be a young, everything, but like not this young, not twenty one. I'm right. talking like married twenty three, twenty four, if that was possible, and like kids at like uh, twenty seven. Like I wanna have like three good years. But what if by uh, 24, you're already Justin Bieber level? I don't know. Just pop them out, dude. I would, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, listen, there's one person that at this very moment, I would leave. I would lose all contact with everyone, but she's married. Her name's Ariana Grande. But Ariana? Oh, gosh. I oh, man. So much. Yeah? Uh, yes. How tall is she, though? Like five foot. Your kids won't be playing basketball. Ariana Grande is their mom. They don't need to play. They'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be perfectly fine. I mean, they'll pay the coach off. Yeah. Or Dua Lipa. Like Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa? Okay. That's an interesting one. The British accent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Dua Lipa, if you're watching this, even though you're dating Gigi Hadid's brother, you know. Yeah, bro. I can't think of a celebrity right now. I always think of celebrity crushes. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just a thing. You see so much of them. So you it's know. like if I ever reach that level, I already know I'm like trying to figure mm. out, you know, I have I I guess it's not a crush, but I am. I really like a, there's this girl named Brooke Bush and she makes like a, she's like a makes YouTube videos, but she also does a lot of other things. But uh, I don't have a crush on her, but like I love her content. Yeah. Like, and I mean, she's a beautiful girl, but like I'm actually inspired by her. Yeah. I'm like a, whenever she drops a video, I'm like smiling the entire time watching it. Really? Yeah. Emma uh, Chamberlain is also another one Emma where I'm like, yeah. her vibe is just immaculate. Yeah. That's, an, that's a vibe where you say the word immaculate because you don't use that word in any other context. Yeah. You really yeah. don't. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is kind of, this shows you how down bad I was. But like, I think too, <laughs> like when Ariana Grande first got married, I was like really drunk and I like DM'd her. I was like, how could you? How could you? She has no idea who the hell I am at all. I was like, 
I was like, I thought, <laughs> while she was single, there was, there was, even if it was a, like a, the most minuscule chance, I was like, there's a chance. Yeah. But, so you're saying there's a chance. But now she's married and not, her happiness is what matters to me. Yeah. I get divorced. Mm-hmm. Can't believe she did. So she dated uh, Mac, Big Sean, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. She dated some like big people. See, Big Sean's what gave me hope. Yeah, you're like, oh, I can. You're like, yeah, I was like, Big Sean. I was like, TJ. TJ, you're kind of similar. Let's do it. I make music too, baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Maybe, you know, go to the studio and you know, our vibes will match. Let's just test the what? Ariana. Exactly. Exactly. If you want to feature ever on anything, name your kid names. Maybe she'll, maybe she's like, oh my God, you want to name your kids? So let's do it. So the first (laughs) name I got. You watch basketball, right? You're right. So I the I got hell for this first name by my friends. Like they roasted me. Like I just it was horrible that day. I hope it's not Zion or something. No, like it's that. not Zion. <laughs> it, it's actually like it's a nickname because it's short for something. But I just like the name. You know, Manu, okay. Manu Ginobili. Yeah, I do. I like the name Manu. I thought it was a cool. Name. Manu is nice. Thank nice you. name. Yeah, I thought, but it's short for like Manuel, like the whole thing. Mm. But like I like Manu, and then I like like I don't know. I like Manu sounds like he has really a good skincare routine. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's like bilingual. You know, he's like, right. You know what I'm saying. You do all that. Um, so a lot of these names are actually pretty like, I I, I don't think say ethnic, but like they're not like. Hit me, bro. So there's Manu, Alessandra, okay. Leonardo, Cruz, Zayden, Bianca, Carolina, Stella, Jace, Chantel, Chanel, Cannon. I love Cannon. Okay. And Killian. I do like those. And honestly, any name that isn't widely used is See, a that's good the one. thing. I want to like, yeah. like, well, Cannon is, I kind of stole that name because Stephen Curry named his first son Cannon Curry. Oh, did he really? I think that's such a dope name. If that, man, if that man is a basketball player, that is going to be like the dopest name, Cannon Curry. And if he has like, if he's a shooter too, yeah, nothing better than that. Seth and Steph Curry. I love Seth Curry. Seth, yeah, isn't that just for, funny? He plays for my, he plays for my Sixers. Yeah, he does, and he's playing. For he me. played really well for you guys last season. Yeah, he played. I mean, in the playoffs, he was, um, you know, trying to keep us alive against the Hawks until certain situations <sighs> that we won't discuss happened. Yeah, he left me screaming at my TV and having a mental breakdown. Third. The worst day of my life, by the way, one of the worst days of my life was uh, the day that Game of Thrones ended. That yeah. same day. The Sixers lost Game Seven to the Raptors when Kawhi hit that shot. Oh, the fadeaway! Yes, and it wonder. was back to back. And I that night I was just like inconsolable. I was just down her end. Like I'm the like I don't like I cry. Like I, when the Sixers are when it's playoff time. Like there's no bigger Sixers fan. I'm sorry to anyone than me. Like I yeah. I would die for that team. Like you told me right now, someone said TJ, you have to die right now, or the Philadelphia 76ers will never exist. Like I wow, I love this team. So they they make me so mad during the playoffs because like we were the number one seed in the East last year, and I'm not even trying to talk bad about the Hawks, but we should have beaten them. Right. Like we what we blew an 18 point lead and then a 26 point lead and then lost Game Seven at home. They had a Cinderella playoff for sure. Yeah, and I was just like, guys, like, please, like, I I just wanted to at least get to the conference finals because we should have. Yeah. And I was like, I was down horrendous. Like when I say screaming in front of my TV, like I'm, like, I was like like at the top of my lungs like wow like down horrendous like i was inconsolable my mom was like it's just a game it's just a game and i was like i was like mom i love you but just let me let me have this let me like, be let me, let me go. unreasonable yeah yeah i mean i get it from my dad the, my dad mm-hmm. like in 2015 the eagles lost to the cowboys and my dad my dad stayed upstairs 
for like two straight days. Didn't wow. come downstairs. Like I like my mom and I always joke with him. He they lost a the game and we're like, Are you good? One single tear comes from this man's oh. eye. And I was like <laughs> I was like, dude, like this is a regular season, like week twelve game, like you're uh, it's okay. And he was like, he didn't say a word. This man literally slept upstairs for like two days. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dang. Like, so that tells you the type yeah. of like for sports fans we are, I guess. For sure. You, if It makes uh, winning that much sweeter though. When the losses hurt that bad, you know the wins feel exponentially better. It feels like a high. Oh yeah. If we ever won, if the Sixers ever won a championship, oh, best believe. Yeah. I would be, I would get the first flight in the morning up to Philadelphia. I'd yeah. be there for the parade. I'd go in absolutely insane. As soon as uh, this won't happen, but as soon as the Orlando Magic make the playoffs this year, which won't happen, but I'm just saying when Cole Anthony has his breakout, Cole Anthony's doing well. So yeah, a couple of thirty point games here and there. Playing well, Ooh, I like him coming out of college. I don't think his season at UNC reflected how good he was actually going to be. He's insane, dude. He's really I watched some high school clips, and he's just always been a little bit freakish. No, yeah. Um, he's had some crazy dunks. Uh, what's it? What's his name? Franz. Uh, Wagner. Wagner. He. Yeah. Good. I didn't know he was like a, a slasher the way he is, bro. Like he's been driving on some like elite defenders and dunking on them. No, yeah, he's. I'm like Franz. Who are you? Yeah. Like, where'd you come from? No, he's pretty. Um, decent. but I hope the Sixers and the Magic meet in the <laughs> finals. Uh, no, no. I guess that'll be good for you, though. No, no. I, I, th- I would think so, but I mean, we couldn't even beat Atlanta last year, yeah. so I don't know. Maybe we're gonna play down to our competition again because obviously we can't seem to grasp we can't yeah there's a so game of thrones my friend ryan was a huge fan fan of game of thrones as well and he showed me this uh final battle sort of sequence and uh john snow is that his name Uh uh-huh john snow was like uh in a crowd of people getting stomped on and suffocated do you remember this scene at all so they were like holding shields and they were pushing him and his entire crew. I am uncle. Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. And he like fell down the... and he was getting like trampled. Yeah, the battle of the bastards. Yeah, yeah. when I was talking, yeah, battle of the bastards. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. So I was talking about the Astro World tragedy. I'm like, that's I could I could relate it to that. I'm like, yeah, those people yeah. were stuck and being stomped on. They couldn't stand up by their own people. Too. Yeah, yeah, by their own people. Yeah, exactly. that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. Um, analogy. Correlation. Correlation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was trying last podcast. I was like trying to figure out what episode it was or what battle it was. Yeah, and, battle of the battle. Uh, the angel had no idea what I was talking about either. So it was one of those moments in the podcast where we were both like, "Oh, you remember that? Oh, you don't? Okay. Yeah. Oh shit. No, Game of Thrones, great show, but we'll never forgive Dan and David for ruining the ending. Never forgive, bro. You watched you the new season of you? Yeah, I no? did. You did? Yeah. I like I like it, but I felt like there was too many deaths. I felt like every episode there was like a new death, and I was like, I was like, build the suspense up a little bit. Yeah. Stop killing people. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see how like this show is gonna end when it does end. But like, I feel like when it does end, I feel like you can't let him get away. If that makes sense, there has to be mm. some type of like. I don't want to say he has to die. He has to pay for his dues. Yeah. He has to, like so something has to catch up to him eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good show, and I like how it's like uh, very modern and very uh, because um, Sherry. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not gonna s- actually. I'm just gonna preface this with like spoiler alert, just in case I do say anything. Yes. Um, just skip a couple minutes if you don't want to listen to this. Um, Sherry, the girl that had the blog post, uh-huh. 
Um, it's just funny how when they got out of the cage, they started like that TED Talk series. And that was like, the, you know, the conclusion of the season. Like, oh, sh- uh, Sherry and uh, Carrie, that was his name, mm-hmm. went on to do like TED Talks and how that fixed their relationship yeah. was being stuck in a cage together. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is so like modern. Yeah. And all the undertones of like the kind of like liberalism mm-hmm. that goes on today. Like, oh, not a, a white girl talking about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I kind of liked that they it was real. Yeah, no, yeah. It does yeah. a really good job of like portraying mm-hmm. like like and then like how in the beginning in the season um like kind of how like they're stuck like how love doesn't like feels like she's stuck or Joe feels like he's stuck. They're both stuck. And like mm-hmm. what is it? San what is, what is the name of the neighborhood? You know. The neighborhood or the neighbor just, kid? Just, just the, the overall area cuz you know how like she wanted oh, to move to that place to like start a family and how he feels yeah. stuck because there's just a bunch of fake bullshit going on. Right. Like I feel like that's a real life scenario cuz there's people that are really just like that. Oh, the suburbs? Is that are you actually like talking about the name of the Like like not even the suburbs like it was just like how everyone was kind of just like they but obviously Joe and Love aren't normal at all. But oh, like yeah. trying to fit into like I guess like the, the with all their neighbors and stuff and mm-hmm. like you know when love's freaking out about Joe obsessing over, I, well, let's stop spoiling it. But yeah, you know, yeah, what I mean. yeah, yeah. Like, it's a good show, dude. It is, and I think it has a lot of hidden, uh, like, uh, real relationship sort of ideas. Yeah, the even the the swinger scene was just weird. There are a lot of the scene. I mean, they they do a good job, man. They make it entertaining. No, they do. they do. They make it really entertaining. They do. Yeah, it's really good. And show. I think the idea of the narration voice being Joe and that being his thoughts yeah. was genius. No, that's really good. I've never seen that before. I don't think it's ever been a thing. Because like you're in the mind of the character the whole time. Yeah. You, know, you think what he thinks. Mm. You know? I've seen a couple of clips uh, of scenes where Joe's thoughts don't play mm-hmm. and it shows all the awkward silence that he has in conversations and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of a little kind of funny. Yeah. Weird, uh, it's weird without that undertone. Yeah, no, the show, yeah. that's a great show. The, the, his, like, narration's funny, too. Yeah. When you listen to it, he was like, you're flipping a page in your book. My book. What you have for me? I'm like, yeah. this is funny. It's Are like, you like, flirting with me? Yeah, I, like, <laughs> it's so funny. I like, the, he's... You could have went on the other side to grab the book, but you came on this side. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the weird thing is probably someone out there like that. Yeah, for sure. There really is. I mean, let's not lie. I mean, I guess fantasies do play in everybody's thoughts uh-huh. you know what i'm saying whether it's that or something else but like we do kind of have like a narration narration yeah. voice a little bit yeah like but joe's a little obsessive yeah. i hope it's no one weird. i hope no one that watches this takes it as far as joe does yeah <laughs> joe's oh man joe's a little creeper but it's funny how that show makes you sympathize with someone who's insane yes he is insane yeah as hell but we love him you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, but even though in the new season Joe did show some because love was the reason her impulsive decisions was the reason kind of like all their bad stuff kicked off again. Yeah. And then Joe kind of was like upset with love about it and was trying to fix it the entire time. He actually was more of the good guy. Yeah. Like he seemed like he because, you know, he has a family now. So he wanted to like Mm -hmm. relax. I think it also I mean, he was a cheater, though, but I think uh uh, it shows that, and to re- relate this to real life, like at my job the other day, we had this, like I was serving this 30 top at my Italian grill and I was with a server uh, doing the party with him and 
he kind of like broke down and got really stressed out because we couldn't figure out how to divide the checks at first because a couple people moved and stuff. It was just a, a little bit of a mess. Yeah. And we were, you know, we have to charge them. You yeah. know, we have to figure out how to charge them. There's 30 people. That's a lot of people yeah. to serve food to. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of breaking down and I was breaking down inside too, but I like showed like I had to stay calm and make the hard decisions of what to do next and what will be give us the best outcome. So when when you're around people who are like distraught or in distress, you kind of, even if you're distraught and distressed, you have to take the action of being the calm one. Yeah, of course. So, and he went up to me the next day. He's like, hey, sorry, I got all flustered. He's like, um, and I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I was flustered too. But since you were already acting on it, like I had to be the one that was calm and like, okay, well, we have to do this. Yeah. We have to do this. Okay. Yeah. We have to fix it. We have to do this step and this step. Yeah. And it's funny. Do you take leadership role, leadership uh, roles a lot? Like if somebody in a room of people and there's some horrible thing that happens, uh-huh. are you the guy to be like, hey, you do this, grab this? I feel like I, I don't want to say it depends on the situation. <laughs> I feel like I, I am, but it takes me a second to like, I have to like talk to myself almost. Because like I said, like, even though I don't seem shy, like I have a lot of internal battles about like speaking up or like what to do. Mm-hmm. But like in a situation like if someone was hurt, I'm yeah, I'd be the person that's like, all right, we need to like call this, 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 go get this. So like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah I okay. guess so. I guess so. Yeah. It just takes me a second, like not like a long time, but like I feel like I have to just in my mind quickly just like process every, everything and be like, I need to like yeah. step up and like go like make sure that I this gets handled, you know? Uh, so I was at Cheesecake once and there's, I was visiting my girlfriend. She used to serve at Cheesecake. She actually just switched over her jobs. But anyways, there's these self-seating tables in the bar. Uh-huh. And I was with, uh, these two girls, Natalia and Rachel, uh, one Sarah's little sister and one's her best friend. And, you know, I'm friends with them and they're a little bit younger and they're like, uh, they're like young girls, like 19, 20, yeah. you know, people you can pick on. And so I was waiting for this table and these people stood up and we walked to this table and started setting our stuff down. And then this guy walks up and grabbed one of the chairs and he, his like had his wife, he was with his like whole family and like had his wife sit in the chair and he's like looking at me and I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, this guy really thinks I'm like about this. Like he really thinks that like, I'm okay with him just being an absolute asshole to us. Yeah. And like, cause I was with these two younger girls and you know, it's just me and them. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, I could take advantage of these people and snap. It was super busy in there. Right. Yeah. And like I said, we clearly were there and sitting down and he yeah. just snags a chair Yeah. and like looks at us and, uh, I'm at my girlfriend's job. So I'm like, bro, I got, and I'm not a confrontational person. My heart started racing. I'm like, bro, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you good? He's looking at me, he's like, come on, sit down, sit down. Telling his family to sit down. Like while we're right there, I'm like, yo, this is happening. Like I'm in a confrontation. Yeah. So my heart was racing and, you know, Rachel and Natalia were both like, kind of like, you know, they're not going to do anything. So I was like, oh, I got to stand up for all of us. And like, this guy is just a complete asshole. So like, bro, I'm like, I'm not like, come on, dude. Like you're being, I tried to like discuss with him at first. And then I noticed like he just wasn't having it, wasn't having a discussion. Right. Yeah. And, uh, eventually um i just sit down and i look at him and i i'm just staring at him in the eyes because he wasn't up for the discussion i'm not gonna get in an altercation actual physical altercation yeah i'm not gonna do that i would if he did something you know what i'm saying but um so i sat there and then eventually a manager came over i was like yeah this this guy like we were sitting down and this guy's just being absolute asshole and snagged the chair and like 
is just looking at us. And yeah. so I sat down and I'm just looking back at him and Natalia and Rachel are like now behind me and they're not sitting down anymore because they're afraid. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't want to stand up for themselves. Yeah. But anyways, they then they seat us instantly at this nicer table and this booth and I could see him from the booth and we're all sitting in this nice booth. I'm like, somebody really just feels like they can just pull up on people who, because if I was a group of guys, yeah, like if me, you and rj or whoever was there like yeah you wouldn't have done that shit yeah you know yeah no that's and honestly that's something i'm really working on because like i said like i just really hate confrontation and that's like a bad thing about me that's something i'm really trying to work on because like it's not even like it's not even like i'm gonna like like fight or anything but i just like it's just like I, i like i'm trying to work with being better being uncomfortable because that's something i'm bad at and like that's what the book that i'm reading is about it's like you have to like to in order to make progress sometimes you have to be okay with being uncomfortable you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to make yourself feel comfortable in them you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's something that bo talked to me about too but i was like dude like you can't he's like listen don't be a mean person but he's like don't even don't even be confrontational but he was like if something happens like you have to like be a little bit more like mean or like a little bit more not mean just like st- yeah. you know what i mean like i know like, exactly what about you're like you know like stirred like sturdy a little bit mm-hmm. more like you know, like, don't do that. Yeah, you know I know what I mean? you're saying. There's sometimes where I have to, like, say a sturdy thing or really give the answer no. Like, you know, when yeah. somebody asks you something and you're kind of, like, hinting towards a no and they're not taking it as a no, like, yeah. whether it be, whatever it be. And then, you know, it just, my head, I feel a little airy and a little uncomfortable and a yeah. little, like, kind of, like, goosebumpy when I have to be like, no, bro, like, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or uh, when you actually have to be confrontational with somebody, it's like, why why did you tell her that? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, why did you lie and yeah. tell her that? Yeah. It makes you uncomfortable. Your heart races a little bit. You don't want to be in that situation, but you have to. Yeah. feels a little like the air just gets a little cold around you. Yeah. It's no, weird. Bo says it, my friend Bo says it the best way. He was like, listen, he was like, no one, no one's going to beat your ass. He was like, 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 people aren't as about it as you think they are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was like someone like, almost like the guy with the chair. He was like, these people think that like, like they fake like they're about it, but like, they're not really not about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you really, like, if you decided in that situation, like, you were the one that was like, all right, stand up, like, fight me. Yeah. The guy probably would have just probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's acting like he's he's mm-hmm. about to, like, he, like, he's a dickhead. Like, he's. I saw his face, though, too. Like, when I did, when I did kind of get serious, like, after trying to be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, at first, like, I really tried to be like, what, I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, why are you doing it? Like, this is like, like, imagine somebody, like, taking your basketball. Like you're shooting on a court and somebody just grabs your basketball and takes it and yeah. shoot on the other best. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, well, let's talk. Like, why are you taking my yeah. ball to shoot? Like, like yeah, it's my ball. Yeah. Um, and then I saw like, as soon as I sat down and kind of got serious, I was like, I'm not fucking moving, bro. Like we're going to have a problem. Yeah. And then I was like looking him in the eyes. I could tell his demeanor was kind of like, yeah. Oh God. Like, somebody's standing up for themselves. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You know, people like that's the thing. But some people like that take advantage of the fact that a lot. I feel like a lot of people are like aren't confrontational sometimes, or like you just don't think that someone's gonna like. You think a lot. A lot of people probably give in. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like that's the thing. They like, do. You just have to work on like being ready to just like rise to the occasion, not like physical altercation, but just like getting better, like standing up. Yeah. For, and that's what, like I said, that's something I'm working on. And being an adult recognizes, or you got to recognize that physical altercation is illegal. So like, yeah. say I, he takes the chair and I walk over there and be like, swing on him, yeah. swing on him. Yeah. I'm going to jail for, yeah. and he can push charges. I'm aggravated assault. Like, yeah. And there goes like, you know, my nursing program and all that. Like, yeah. 
there's laws to this shit, man. You can't just hit people. People yeah. are people have the freedom to be assholes, and that's yeah. on them, bro. And some people really think you could just go around just like fading anyone. I'm like, oh shit, I mean, <laughs> relax, dude. Like, yeah. use your words sometimes. There's certain areas like, and if you're if you're in a, like a packed club, you know, or something like, yeah, sure, maybe you can throw a couple punches, but yeah, when you're at Cheesecake Factory at your girlfriend's job, like, no, don't do, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't yeah, please. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Plus, I just don't like. I said, I I really don't have a, a hate bone. I, I like I, I can't. Even if that guy, I really didn't have the feeling of like I want to choke him and punch him in the face. Yeah. I got. I even I've sparred with boxing a little bit. I've done some training with boxing and it's fun. Something's a little weird about punching people in the face. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't sit right with me? Yeah. Like when I especially when it's like a sparring partner and it's like oh we're both in this together and then you get a good hit on them and you could tell they're a little loopy. You're like oh shit like I'm hurting somebody. This yeah. is weird. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, it's funny because a lot of uh. UFC fighters and just really talented uh, fighters, they are so calm and not confrontational at all. Because they, if you know you can kick somebody's ass, you feel like you don't have to pit on any front. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Anyone that confronts like a UFC fighter, you should just you're an idiot. Like, oh, yeah. imagine like trying to talk shit. It's like, I mean, this is boxing. Like Mike Tyson. Like, why would you ever do that? Yeah, and he's such a cool guy now. Yeah, right. Like, he's the so like what do you think, so lighthearted. What do you think the outcome is going to be? Like, if you really got into a fight, like tell Logan Paul that, bro. Logan Paul wants to box him in an actual fight. Like Mike Tyson's old, but Mike he ages scary. good. Yes. Like the sh- when he boxed um who was the guy that he boxed the new guy or he was a uh, oh, they're both older, you know. They did that event. About. I forget, but he looked Me good too. though. Yeah, Holy not Holyfield, dude. That was the guy that he bit. I don't yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't remember. But he looked good. He was athletic. Like I think Logan Paul, he's just doing it for the clout. And plus if you lose the Mike Tyson, yeah. I lost to Mike Tyson. The Who cares? Is, the only thing that bothers me about these YouTube thing uh-huh. is like, I feel like obviously there's something that like is written where I really feel like no one's supposed to get their ass beaten like that. You know, what I, I mean? don't know, dude, because that's extremely illegal. You can go to jail for a long time for for selling pay-per-view. Uh, like if you sell pay-per-view and say it's one thing. Yeah. And then it's not an actual fight. Like it's staged or yeah. like uh, somebody was supposed to win or somebody's not supposed to get knocked out. There's yeah. like a legal agreement. I can see that. Yeah. So. That, at least that's what Jake, that, that's what Jake, that's where my wealth of knowledge came from was Jake Paul coming out and saying like, yo, if my fights were fake, like I would be in jail for the rest of my life because of this, this and this agreements. Yeah. I just feel like, like when who fought, which one is the one that fought May, uh, Mayweather? Uh, Logan Paul fought Mayweather. I just felt like, like Mayweather is like the goat for his, yeah. but I just feel like if he really like, like, um, like if his life was on the line like if he like all like if it actually really really mattered like it was a fight that yeah. came towards his record i just i i, I just can't wrap my hand around the, the like wrap my head around the thought that it'd be like a draw or something i see what you're saying but i think mayweather has always been really a really good defensive yeah, boxer defensive boxer and logan paul is the biggest person mayweather's ever boxed meaning size wise yeah, true so somebody with he how many knockouts does Mayweather have? Maybe like two in his yeah, he doesn't have a lot. 40, 50 fights. Like yeah. he's not a person that does damage. He's a person that beats you round each yeah, round. round. Round by round. Yeah, yeah. So I always knew that was a weird dynamic. And I think Logan Paul knew he could climax on fighting Mayweather because Mayweather's the best of all time. Yeah. But it just so happens that he fits perfectly into my agenda of being able to survive in the ring. Yeah. He's and look good while doing it. Yeah. Yeah. The Mayweather's not gonna throw like a haymaker. Yeah. That's true. But, but I mean, he didn't. He did put some damage onto LP. Yeah, that guy. But I mean, Mike Tyson is like, 
I can't see a, I can't see a scenario where Mike Tyson doesn't whoop someone's ass. That's like an experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't think Mike Tyson's ego could even like fake that. Like I feel like he, if he's getting in that ring, he's gonna like try to like, kill you. Yeah, it's second round knockout. If Logan Paul boxes Mike Tyson, and you know anything can happen, but this is just my funny prediction. Second second round knockout. Yeah, I think Mike Tyson's gonna knock Logan Paul out, but. Like I said, I think that's why these guys, the especially the Paul brothers, they're doing it. Just be the guys that fucking fight. You know, yeah. when a fight happens at a high school, yeah, everybody wants to see it. Everybody. Of course. When there's a school play, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Nobody cares. People, some people care, but it, but when there's a fight, everybody, they're doing that, but on a scale of the world. World star. Yeah. 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 Exactly, world star videos. Shout like, out to RJ for the time that there was a fight at Monford and he got almost suspended because he was videotaping the fight. And in the video, mm-hmm. you hear him in his action screaming "World star" <laughs> in, in the video. <laughs> RJ, oh my god! RJ was a bad RJ. I love you, but you're he was a RJ was a badass kid. Yeah, he was a little trouble one. He was. Yeah, I went on a trip uh, to Miami with RJ and a group of friends, and. Um, I was young and stupid and actually like I think RJ uh I understand what RJ's saying now now that I'm older but I took a shower and I came out like naked <laughs> still like wet and RJ's like what the fuck are you doing bro you're getting the floor all wet and he was so mad at me and I was like RJ I'm sorry I'm just trying to be funny you know like super lightheartedly <laughs> and I went, this was I think I was like only 16 and we had like liquor bottles because we had some adults to buy the liquor bottles for us while we were there uh some people on the streets and uh so yeah you mix that and i was like why is he so mad at me and now thinking about it, i'm like yeah i was getting the hotel all wet and i was like naked walking around My- like uh, that's not cool like- <laughs> rj that's how rj is rj will like like get like he'll get like funny upset over something like that. Mm. Like, Oh, you're getting the floor all wet. Yeah. That's why we love RJ though. My funniest memory with RJ probably sounds so bad. I think we were like 17 and our friend had an apartment all to himself his senior year. And RJ and I just got like completely out of this world, like just drunk. And we, it was so bad. He and I were crawling on the floor, like crawling on all fours. I couldn't even stand up. Like we weren't even like, I don't, we were communicating, but like, I don't understand how we were talking. I think we were just like, like, <laughs> this is like when I first started drinking. Like, uh, I, I don't know what, like, I was like crawling. I just remember crawling on all fours and like, I look over and RJ's like 10 feet away from me and he's like crawling too. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, RJ, RJ. And then he just like, he's like, come, come. And we sat in our friends, like, I, it, we were like, I don't know what the fuck we were doing. But it was really bad though. I just remember that. And like, that's probably one of my favorite memories of him. Cause I just remember like in that moment, we were both so down bad and like we were sharing like an experience like yeah to be on all fours like at this age <laughs> i would be embarrassed to be like drunk on all fours and i say that i probably i probably have like my friends in tampa often i'm the fun she i'm the when i go out i'm the guy that like loses concept of money that's my oh, that's yeah. my trait like i get like i'm the fun guy that's me i'm like you go out with me i'm like i'm like the fun guy i'm like shots 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 another round another round another round oh you want to drink like whatever but then, like, two things happen. My wallet gets broken because my, I'm going to get a, a text from my dad the next day that says, why did you spend this much money at this place? 180 bucks at yeah. one place. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You want to hear the worst story? The I, worst? The worst story yeah. of my life. I went <laughs> I went to this place called McDitton's, which is, like, the it's in Soho in Tampa. And that's where, like, everyone goes on Fridays um, for happy hour. And 
I went with my roommate, my roommates, and like my, one of my roommates is in a frat. He's in sick high, and uh, we were we were out. Like we, it wasn't with his frat, but like the frat brothers, some of his brothers were there. And then some, like it's just like a lot of Greek life just goes there. Like not as an event, just to, like that's just where everyone goes, right? So I'm with my roommate, and I'm like, bro, like I had a stressful week. Like let's get drunk, whatever. Happy hours, free drinks, right? You free drinks for like actual like vodka waters, vodka, rum and coke. Those type of drinks are free until nine. Wait, free? Yeah, free. You pay you pay twenty dollars to get in, and then like if you you get a cup, and then like if you want a vodka water or like the the well drinks are free until nine thirty. So that sounds good. My dumbass was buying shots, and on top of this, even though there was free drinks, even though there was free drinks, it shows you how stupid <laughs> I am. I, I had like I had like three four vodka waters, and I was like, kind of tipsy. So then I start buying shots, and I this guy literally my roommate says it, the guy that was that was my the bartender this man definitely was ripping me off i wasn't drunk enough to realize it i was buying shots for like everyone like i like 14 people at a time and we did like 12 rounds of shots and literally it got to the point where like my 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 roommate and his brother like his frat brother took my card and they were like stop like we told you like stop like do not like stop like please like we don't even want shots anymore like stop yeah and i was like okay okay but like i was like like my roommate kept telling me, he's like, dude, like, this is like $80 every round. So, like, I get completely, like, I'm done. Like, I'm drunk. I don't really remember the rest of the night. I wake up the next morning. I have a paragraph from my dad and my mom. Oh, I have, like, no. eight missed calls from my mom. And I was like, what happened? I'm like, I'm like, oh, like, I probably spent a little too much. I, my, dad, my dad calls me. I'm like, hey, dad, what's up? He's like, TJ, how did you spend? five hundred and forty dollars at a bar and i was like <laughs> i was like five hundred and forty dollars he was like five hundred and forty dollars wow like, and he was like i'm not gonna give you money for a long time i was like i'm so sorry i was trying to apologize i was like i was telling him i'm like listen i'm just gonna tell you the truth like i i was really drunk and i just was trying to be the cool guy and i was buying drinks Shots. yeah and my dad's like Dude, what, like he was like, is it? He's like, happy hour. It's supposed to be cheap, right? And I was like, I was buying shots. And then he was like, for how many people? And I was like, like twelve. And he was like, how many rounds? I was like, twelve. <laughs> and he, 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 that in that moment, he was so disappointed in me. I felt so bad. He was like, listen, I've done stupid stuff too. But he was like, five hundred and forty dollars. I was like, I, 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 I there's nothing. There was nothing for me to say. I like. There's been a couple of times where I've wanted to. Be like oh yeah around on me and then like i'm about to say it and then i like catch myself and i'm like nope don't do it yeah see because you want to be that guy you know no. especially like uh, when i'm successful i definitely want to be that guy though oh yeah yeah but right now it's not worth it for us right 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 put right. the money into the podcast put the money into the music 540 i need some new cameras bro 540 would have gotten me a nice long few sessions at the at the studio yeah but no, I I wasted yeah. it. I don't want to say I wasted it. It was a good night, but five forty would have got you like four entree meals at Chick Fil A. <laughs> I I was oh my gosh that night that was horrible dude that like that I will never oh yeah that that is what made me learn because after that I was like I'm not gonna do this again because mm-hmm. I was like always I always was like the one that was like get stuck paying for like Ubers and stuff and then like all oh, cash like, app you yeah and they never cash yeah out. so like we had like a roommate conversation one day and we were like listen when we go on these big groups 
when we're not going to be the Uber people anymore. We're going to get into other people's Ubers. I hate to say it, but I was yeah. like, listen, I have probably a list of 30 people that owe me Uber money. And like, you know, like you get stuck, like people would be like, oh, like, oh, t- can you get the Uber there? And I'll get the Uber back. And then what happens? I pay for the Uber there and back. Mm. And that's like $60 because Uber's expensive on a Friday night. So then I'm like, that's one of those situations where I've learned to be stern. Yeah. So like when I pay for the Uber or pay for the top golf or whatever I pay for and I'm with my boys, like, of course they are all, you know, people just, they don't go on their phone and cash up you. Right. Yeah. They just don't do it right away. That's just the thing. You yeah. know, it's like, Oh yeah, I got you. All right. Well, let's have fun. Let's have fun. That's where I've gotten a little bit more stern. It's like, Hey, will you pull out? I like my tone changes and on my face, I don't make eye contact. But like, hey, hey, will you pull out your phone? Cash up me 15 right now. Yeah. Like not in like a confrontational way. They were my, 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 my boys, but like, that's one of those things where you got to be like sturdy. Cause, yeah, because people won't you have do to be it. sturdy. People yeah, won't yeah. do it unless like you exactly. Can, like, do it. And you'll be surprised. Yeah, people don't do it. Even if it's your boy, like they don't pull their phone out right away. Yeah, and they don't do it. Yeah. And so yeah, you got to be more stern. I've gotten better at it now. Yeah. I I mean I'm not even I just you pay for the Uber, dude. Pay I for d- the Uber. I don't do even. It. Yeah. I yeah. Honestly, when they say this sounds so bad because I'm gonna get caught on camera now. But now when they say let's get the Uber, I walk to my room to go to the bathroom. That's my, that's my, don't come out for a I don't bit. come out. And then they're like, oh, we got the Uber. I'm like, when are we leaving, guys? Come on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, who, who's, who got the Uber? Like, Ubers ain't cheap, though, especially the XLs, bro. Oh, dude, 60 bucks to go a couple miles. I got stuck in downtown Orlando one night with my roommates when we were like in freshman year. It was the worst experience of my life. Uber was like $180. Oh, I was no. like, I was like, we were trying to wait for the price to go down. My, my roommate's dad had to come pick us up. At like Gosh. four thirty in the morning, you should have took the lime scooters all the way back. <laughs> the lime scooters. on the highway. Oh my god, lime scooters. Uh, the, do you remember the hoverboards? I never did the hoverboards. No, so I tried to hoverboard from you know like you know Lake Louise. Oh the oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I thought is it like city owned or like you're just talking about the no, normal no, hoverboards? The hoverboards like in twenty fifteen. Oh yeah, like, yeah. We're like so, so much fun. Do you know Lake Louisa? Yes. So my roommate lives right off Lake Louisa Road, right? We tried to go from his house all the way to the Panda Express. It's like right in front of the BJ's. Yeah. That's a little bit of a, it's close by for a car, but it took us like two and a half. Like, I don't know what I thought, what we thought was going to, it was going to (laughs) be, but it it took us like two and a half hours. And there's some hills you got to go through. Horrible. Like there's a, yeah, there's a big, like it was this, it was disgusting. Like when we were going up a hill, the hoverboard was going like one mile per hour. It was, it was absolutely horrible. (laughs) My hoverboard died and I tripped and I almost fell into the highway. Oh, and I got no. like my roommate caught me and was like, and I was like, I'm never doing this ever again, ever. Have you seen those one wheels? The I don't understand how that works. People do that around crazy. campus all the time. They're pretty sick, bro. And they can offer it. Have you done one? I really want one, but they're like about a thousand. A thousand dollars. Yeah. Boosted boards are cool. But the thing is like I longboard a little bit, but um, mm-hmm. uh, electric longboards, they just a little scary. I'm just not good at it. Like I have really bad balance. So it's a confidence thing, bro. I have really, I thought I had really bad balance and I couldn't do like skateboard or longboarding or stuff. You just, there's that switch, bro. It's the fight or flight. It's like your center of gravity. You just got to focus in and you got to be confident and realize that you're not going to fall unless you allow yourself to fall. Yeah, that's true. It's weird. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but I kind of like went through the the hump of it in my head. Maybe I just have to put on like pads for a little bit. So if I bust my I should have put pads on. I really like I skinned myself alive really? on accident. See, yeah. I think as a ki- I, as a kid, like I was so like, like, 
like I have little habits. I don't even know where they came from. Like I was so like not everyone to get scratches or like mm. get hurt in any way. Yeah. So like I just never like I'm bad at like front flips and back flips and stuff. Like I've never even like diving because yeah. I've as a kid I was never too fond of being upside down. Yeah. And like getting hurt or something like oh, that. Yeah, do you do like front flips and back flips a lot or no? I've never tried one in my life. I do. Well, I would try to do like front flips into water and stuff and I'll do like a back flop and I'll be like, oh, I remember why I don't go upside down. Really? Yeah. See, like the, the the more we get to know each other, I'm just not a very like when it comes to adventurous stuff, I'm just not a very interesting person. Yeah. I don't know how to ride a bike. Wait, what? I don't know how to ride a bike. TJ. I was super scared as a kid. My dad tried and like I was I, I said I had this fear of like falling and bruising myself. I'll teach you, crashed. bro. Thank you. I mean, at this age, I don't think I'd be like I. OK. I can kind of ride it, but if we're talking, like, if you were to tell me right now, let's go for a bike ride, and, like, we're going to be gone, there's no way. I'm going to make it more than, like, five minutes on the bike without, like, freaking out. I get that. It, but I get that because I have – it's a confidence thing, bro. You got to believe in yourself. That's the thing, yeah. And you you won't fall off that bike. That's true. And swimming. Horrible swimmer. Like, really? Yes. Like, if you dropped me in the middle of the – like, if you dropped me 50 feet offshore and told me swim, I – I might make it. I may. Yeah. May, but um, I don't know, man. Gotcha. You know. Which way do you swim? Do you like to swim uh, like on top? Uh, just what's this called? Normal something stroke? Doggy paddle. Oh, you do a dude, doggy. I'm horrible, dude. Like, I, I don't think you understand. Like, I can't like, I don't know what it is. Like water and I just mm. not vibing. Yeah, we're not really. Vibing. Yeah. Water's all right. I'm, I'm I think I'm a decent swimmer, but you know, those like skinny kids that all are on the swim team and like super low body fat percentage. Like, yeah. Having a low body fat percentage and like low muscle helps a lot too. Yeah. With swimming. I just never, yeah. I, Can you float? I don't know if I've tried. I guess maybe. Gotcha. I'll teach you, I'll teach you how to float and then I'll also teach you how to ride a bike. Let's do it together. Thank you. Yes. We could try all But this. then you got to teach me how to, I don't know. What, what, teach me how to be a R&B artist. Okay. Well, I'll take you to the studio. We could, we oh yeah. Could, I'm still learning how to be R&B artist, but we could, we could figure it out together. Let's do it, bro. Get you, get you as a feature on the next album. Let's drop it, bro. You could, uh, can I do, can I do my, my application right now? Yeah, of course. Okay. You know, like I'm honestly, your, your podcast can be the intro for the next. Hell album. yeah. You can, you could be. Yeah. Pull a audio bite from this and throw it right before the drop. You know I, I will. Like, you know how yeah. the first song, you heard the first song already, right? Which first song on the album? Didn't miss. The Didn't one miss. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so instead of it being the deep voice, spoiler, do this one. It could, yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be this. Right now, right now. This is it. Right now. This is it. Right now. Yeah. This is. We're gonna change it last minute. The album. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go <laughs> in. I'm gonna go in and ditto, and I'm gonna be like, I have to delete this track and add a new one, add a little soundbite, send it to <sighs> my engineer real fast. Be like, hey, can you mix this and master it like right now? Yeah. Dude, I think we've been running for. Two and a half hours, bro. This is a good oh, one. Shoot, yeah, this is my second longest one ever. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm glad. Unless, let me see what time it is. It is. Uh, like two hour and 11. Yeah. Two, yeah. And it's 122. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the second longest, I believe. Oh, dude. This is good, bro. Is there anything you want to include? Um, Stream the album. And on on Friday. It's, yeah. li- it's live right now. Now that it's up, it's live right now. So... If you are listening to or watching this podcast, go listen to the album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go listen to the album, yeah, please. And and I hope emotions you like by TJE, right? Yes. And then follow me on Instagram if you want, and let me know. I'm probably gonna do like a thing. I've already tried doing it, but like seeing what names people are just attracted to, um, just based off like the name. But on Friday or Saturday after the album has had like 
you know, you've done done your first full listen, I'm gonna have like a little Instagram question thing. I'm gonna ask everyone what their favorite song is, mm-hmm. because surprisingly, not surprisingly, everyone who when I did the whole um, like what name, like just based off names, I said what based off names, which song would you be most oh, likely yeah. to play first? And a lot of people said Passion, which is the longest mm-hmm. song on the album. So I put La La La. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't put that. La La La. la did la. you get any of those though? Uh, I got so I got I got. I got trippy summer. I got a lot of passions. And then well, there was one that I wasn't really expecting. I think it was like die for you. I got to really? die. I got to die for you. And uh didn't miss too. I was going to say didn't miss was a good song title. Yeah, didn't miss was a good one. Yeah. La 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 is a more funny one, but it fits for the song. Yeah. But it would be interesting if everybody was like la la la, you know. Yeah, yeah, la la la. <laughs> la 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 is the, my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I just hope everyone likes it and then there's no timeline for the next album, but I would probably say, like, if I had to give a rough guess months away, like, because I'm already working on it, um, hopefully it's November now, maybe you'll get a single by, like, Valentine's Day or something. Valentine's Day, that'd be a good one to release. Valentine's Day. And then, yeah, so, and I'll, I'll give you, because because I love this podcast so much, hey. I'll give you a little sneak peek of a few uh titles for that for the new yes the new please song. sneak peeks so we love those we have um i'll give you i'll give you four because there's going to be the second album's gonna be longer okay more songs but uh some that i have written so far are lying i don't give a fuck complicated mm. and one and only so those mm. are i like those yeah i like those dude they're aesthetic yeah. complicated yeah Complicated is a good one. That's an Complicated one. is a good one. And I Don't Give a Fuck is like the next album's version of Sorry. But Whoa. complete different. Like same because you know how Sorry. Rather than being rather than sad, be sad. angry. Yeah, it's more of like a like I it's a song that basically says like I've done everything that I could mm. and like I can't hold anything Rob against it. myself yeah. anymore. Like fuck it. How yeah. are you going to spell it? Like are you going to for the fuck part? Are you going to put like uh, asterisk signs or are you just going to put no, Straight so I'm just going to have IDGAF. Like, I'm just going to spell Oh, it. okay, IDGAF. Uh, acro- is that called acronyms? Acronym, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dope, bro. A lot of good vocabulary today. Yes. Acronyms. Acronym, you know, acronym. Disinformation. Uh, disinformation. Misinformation. Misinformation. There we go. This Those are the three biggest words I've ever said in my life. I know, right? Same for me. You know? Yeah. Now it's um after this wonderful podcast, I have to go back and learn about gluconeogenesis yes. and all this <laughs> good stuff. There's another word. There, gluconeogenesis. That's uh, the name of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> And that's going to be the next you guys actually this my next album is not going to be called emotions uh volume <laughs> two it's going to be gluconeogenesis gluconeogenesis yes and the first the first song is going to be called glycolysis so <laughs> this is going to be this week i can see the album art already the you know those like spread maps of like how it works yes and it has and to be a big circle of like everything that happens that's <laughs> you you we're spoiling it right now that's literally what it is Duro, that's hilarious so, there you guys go oh, bro all right, man. Much love, dude. This is the second Thank one you. to many yes. more. Yes. Hopefully. And stream the album right now. Stream it and let me know what you guys think about Please. it. Please.